G Money. Yo. Yo, we back. We back at it. What's <sighs> up, man? Let me start off by saying, let me apologize to the people. I know we've been going for about three weeks. I had some surgery, ESG surgery. You know what I mean? It's like a sleeve shit, man. Some weight loss shit I had. I got it for free. Shout out to Dr. Batash. Really? Yeah, I, well, I'm not afraid to say it, man. You know what I'm saying I dropped like 20 pounds. Okay, yeah. I've right. been, I've been, I've been, I've been out of it, but you know, um, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm from Queens, man. You know what I'm talking about? We don't hide nothing. G Dog's gonna hide it. I thought I didn't work out. I'm not like that. I guess I didn't work out. I took the cheap route, huh? And I got it for free because I'm Queens flip, huh? Yeah, I took the cheap route. So I've been drinking water. Look at my water. Wow. I have another water. I gotta eat six to eight ounces. No more than mm -hmm. eight ounces. Tomorrow is my last day of puree food. I gotta have to do soft foods tomorrow. It's been killing me. But I'm here. G Money didn't know I was down for a I, while. I, I didn't even know. You know I, he didn't know. Shout out to Bass. Bass been putting up with me. I love this guy. But he, my brother did not know. I didn't even know, bro. I thought you was just busy with the network stuff. I didn't know you was just out, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I was out for a week too. So I was, he was in the Bahamas. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't even tell me. I told people. I Don't talk to my friend. <laughs> How was the trip? How's everything? Nah, shout, shout my son Dawson. His birthday was uh, on the 7th, so it took him to Bahamas for his birthday. He like it? Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. Just you two, though? There's us two, Did yeah. you meet a woman out there? Oh, uh, no, I didn't. G -G, come on. He tried to tell you guys what Nah, no, I didn't know. No? no. Just you and your son? Yeah. All right, real quick. What did y'all eat? <laughs> no, no, because you're, you're a picky eater. And I'm pretty sure he is. What did you... Because right, you, you're the father. Yeah. I can't see... What did you give him? You what? put oodles and noodles out there? No, I didn't. Well, you know, you know on the cruise, like, most of the food is free, so... He was on the cruise? Yeah, we took a cruise to the Bahamas, yeah. How many days? For, uh, four days, five days. So you on the boat for five days? Yeah. So how how long did it take it back? To get back? One day? Well, we, we, we flew to Miami, took the cruise from Miami to the Bahamas. So, you know what I'm saying? That's how so what type of food was on there? Um, well, we had a lot of pizza. We had, uh, you know, hamburgers, hot dogs. Oh. But first night, we did go to hibachi, though. You know, we love hibachi. So first night, we had to go to the nice hibachi and get right. After that, we just had a bunch of pizza. Was it pizza like good at least? I can't even eat pizza no more. Let me just say no, this. Yeah, I want to tell you something. My doctor think I'm crazy. A lot of people think I'm crazy, but I'm going to tell you this. It's a mind thing. I've been watching McDonald's. Pizza Hut documentaries, watching the cheese come off slowly. Now, when you do these surgeries, they give you something for the mind, but mm. I feel like I have to resist the urges, I have to fight it. I ain't gonna lie, I taste it in my mouth, pause. I had to fight it. My stomach started hurting and everything, but you gotta fight it. Yeah. They give you medicine for mental, because you know, to lose a lot of weight so fast, mm. it, could do, it could do something to you, especially when you change your diet. But I sat there and I watched it, discipline. I watched, I swear. That's what it's about, though. History 101 on Netflix. That's what it's about. It had pizza, it had McDonald's, and I sat there and watched it. I ain't going to lie. When you want it, you, I tasted it. My mouth was, I'm like, what in the world? Then I wanted White Castle. Then I watched Undercover Boss White Castle. I watched every food documentary. <laughs> I think I got it under control. You got it? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see how long. I'm proud of you, man. Let's round applause on man one time. That's it. Good job, man. Making the change, you know what I'm saying? For, <laughs> for the better. First of all, before we get to our guest, Tati Mondays. Tati Mondays in the building. Tuesdays, sorry. <laughs> My man Bassy, welcome back. Good to see Bassy, man. He, yes, sir. He's looking, he, 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 he stressed. He's like, he lost weight too. I don't know. Have you, have you been in the gym or is that stress? <laughs> you look good, man. How you doing? You been working out? Uh, bike riding. Bike riding. Oh, you look yeah, good, yeah. for real. Good seeing you, man. 
I really, I'm really happy to see you, man. Good to see you too. It's been, it's been almost a month. Yeah, our last interview, I, I guess. Uh, Keith Murray, yeah, he walked yeah. out of here. Keith, so. Keith Murray walked out on the last. <laughs> I'm gonna get to you too soon. Now let me say this: People keep asking, "Why you didn't put the clip out?" I put it out on Instagram, and I saw the comments, and I'm like, "I don't want a legend to look like that." That's the truth. Yeah, yeah. Cause he, you know, I, I, I didn't want to. Cause they're gonna be like Queens Flip is back at it again, embarrassing people. I ain't want to do that. Mm. So I didn't put. Then I put it out on YouTube. That's a good down. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to. We don't need to embarrass anybody. They embarrass themselves. But shout out to Keith Murray. I really enjoyed that interview that before it turned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. But yeah. Any sponsors? You ready nah, to show? no sponsors, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. See money, yo. Episode two oh nine. Nigga, we made it. We got a special yeah. guest. Woo! Hey. <laughs> the zoo in the building. The zoo. Saka Fett. Yeah, Saka Fett. Hey, no hey, lie, no can, lie. Can we put the mic down a little bit? I want to see his face. A lot of times, these short guys, we block their face when the mic is high. My man, round of applause. Uh-huh. <laughs> While he fixed the devices. <laughs> Try to help these Champion. guys out. Try uh -huh. to help these Champ. guys out. <laughs> Champ is here. Huh? Yes, sir. Haitian boxing legend. One time, he was... Top three welterweight in the world. Am I mm. right? Facts. She did I forgot that, huh? She damn near number one in the yeah. world. Uh, mm. Yeah. Mm. From yeah. Andre Berto. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, my man. How you doing? Good, good, good. Welcome good, to Flip the Script. Welcome, welcome. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Was, it was hard to get you up here. You thought yeah. I was playing pranks on you. Let's, yeah, I thought you were with the bullshit. Let's talk about the, 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 the debate to get you up here. Yeah, I thought you were with the bullshit. I said, I ain't got time for Flip, man. He, he, <laughs> he been doing some crazy shit. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got time for that. But then, you know, after, after further conversation, I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, he's serious. Okay, it might be a serious situation. All right, cool. Let me go show my man some love. Let me pop out. And, uh, of course, I'm always up here anyway. I'm always in the city. So. Facts. I say, fuck Facts. it. Let me get out here. Shout out to Eve the Barber. She cuts your hair sometime, Eve. Yeah. Shout that's out to my Eve girl. Yeah, my man here. Yeah. My man Jack will plug me in with her. Yeah, Eve. Shout out to Eve. Fire. Yeah. Shout out to Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great that's, barber. Shout that's to my girl, man. She, yeah, she, she always she should take care of me. Yeah. So, what's up, man? What's going on? We, we here. You know. Man. Um, Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, um, this, this was dope. You know, um, I'm not, I'm not a crazy, crazy big boxer fan. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. So I, I was, I wasn't aware of, of, of this gentleman's uh, accolades until I had to do some research, and I seen, you know, how, how dangerous he was. Yeah. So you know, what I'm saying, I, yeah, I, I that, seen, I seen a lot of fights. I seen a lot of, you know, what I'm saying, popping his. Cause you do, you do your research. I had to. I had Me, to. I, I go, I go off the brain. <laughs> I, <had to. laughs> I go off the brain. Right. You do your research. I ain't gonna lie. I saw you. I saw you. No, like a, I had to. I said, Look, I didn't oh, see what's going on. I had to see. Let's see. Let's see. This guy got he did a lot of things, yeah, man. He did, he did. But you know, we, we're gonna take our time up here. We, we're gonna go back, you know, uh, okay. before before the two time champion and all this other stuff. You know, tell me right where, where you from? Um, from born and raised. Of course, uh, yeah, I'm Florida boy. Um, Florida boy. You know, in born in Miami, raised in Central Florida. You know, Polk County. Okay. Where a lot of people know about Polk County is when you know a lot of the. A lot of shit that you know went down down in Polk County just years ago. Continue to to be known for a lot of that, but um, you know what I mean, just made it up out of there, and and you know what I mean, ended up being I mean, ranked number one in the country as amateur. You know what I mean, made the Olympics, went to Olympics in two thousand four. Hold on, hold on, we ain't trying to go that fast with it. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, it's slowed on down. Yeah, slow, slow down, slow down, slow down. Tell me y'all want to go with it. You know, um, so all right, so Miami. Miami, born in Miami, raised in Central Florida. Got you. 
Raised in Polk County. I know earlier he said Zoe, but for, for those who don't know the Zoe, Haitian Haitian, Haitian descent. parents. Yeah, I got you know, I raised by Haitian parents and you know, Haitian immigrant parents. You know what I mean? So of course we you know what I mean we ain't really grow up with too much at all. Mm. But um, you know, but just me just being able to see our circumstances, you know what I mean, growing up with my brothers and sisters and just seeing how hard my parents had to work. Right. You know, I know it had to be somebody like myself to kind of change, you know, our situation, change our atmosphere. You know how, what I mean? How many yeah. siblings do you have? Shit, how many I got? Three brothers, three sisters. Yeah, three brothers and three sisters. I'm right in the middle. Did y'all all live together? Or? Everybody lived together. Everybody, uh, shit, like everybody was fighters, man. Everybody was fighters. You know what I mean? My pops was a fighter. Uh, my brothers, they did you know karate and judo. You know, growing up, oh, wow. all my sisters they were judo champions. <clears throat> really? My brothers they ended up being yeah national wrestling champions. And me, I was the box in the house. So you know any type of shit that went down in the house, we just we we just pushed the furniture out the way we got to <laughs> it. Real facts. So who's the <laughs> who's the strongest person? Uh, I mean, growing and my up, pops, in, in actually, my pops actually my pops he uh, he fought a UFC three. Mm. You know I me mean, from back in the day, yeah. So, but I mean, out of you and your siblings, though, like growing up as a young kid, like let's say like seven, eight, nine years old, like yeah. I'm sure y'all have fights in the house. Like, who who, who was the strongest out of all you guys? I mean, I was the badass in the house for sure. Like, you know mm. what I mean? I really try to get to it. You know what I mean? But my older brothers, of course, they were a little stronger than me just growing up. But I was. You know, I was a troublemaker in the house. I was the one always getting in trouble at school, always. You know, I got arrested a few times. I was like the badass in the house. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But then again, just, you know, it had to have like some type of switch. You know, I think this happened, you know, as soon as I got to high school. And I just knew I just had to, you had to try to, you know, try to change it up. Boy, I was going to fuck it all the way up. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because I was in the streets a little bit, but then again, I was in the gym training as well, so I was trying to balance everything just growing up. So, so in, in the household, you, you say your dad used to fight. Yeah. So what was your first memories of your dad, like, you know, you, you seeing your dad fight professionally or anything man. like that? I mean, it was early, man. It was early because, like I said, he used to get into the fight game early, early. So he used to go – he used to go fight in Japan, mm -hmm. um, you know, when I was a kid. And that was before the UFC kind of got over here in the States. They used to do all that stuff in Japan. So That's him, it. Ken, you know what I mean, like Ken Shamrock, all those oh, wow. guys, they used to go out to Japan. and you play that? Pops was out there. Pops was out there. I'm watching the fight now, man. Yeah, why would you watch the fight? <laughs> In 92. It's crazy. Oh, and they used to get it in back then, man. So, man, I used to always just see him, um, you know what I mean, since I was a kid. You know what I mean? Get it in Hold on. So, so what made... Okay, so... Talk to me. How old is your oldest sibling? Shit. I don't know. Well, Edson's, what, 40... 43? Maybe? What made Pops... Okay, so... As Haitian immigrants, what made yep. Pops go to... Go to fighting like I, that's that's something unique that yeah yeah I mean when he came over here he was a lot you know what I'm saying he was a little different from all the other Haitians that came over you know what I'm saying my granddaddy you know what I mean like he was a bad dude you know back in Haiti as well he used to do mm -hmm. like the stick the stick sword fighting I know back you're then talking about, mm. so so when my pops came he already had that chip on his shoulder and he went to school here in the states too 
know what I mean? So he got a chance to really just understand, like, the American culture. So he wasn't like a lot of other Haitians that came over that didn't really know how to speak too much English and used to wear church clothes everywhere and that type of shit. Like, he kind of, you know, he kind of, you know what I mean, really got with, you know, what was going on here, you know what I mean, quite, you know what I, mean? I mean, quite fast. And just everybody that he grew up around, you know what I mean, they was in the streets. You know what I mean, either you were, you know what I mean, like, if you out working, you know what I mean, like picking oranges, or you was out in the streets back then. You know what I mean? If you were Haitian, Jamaican, you know, Colombian, all that shit. We, I mean, like when we were, uh, you know, growing up as a kid, he was one of the guys that was in the streets. Um, of course, he took care of his family, but he was one of the, you know what I mean, like one of the dudes that was really out there. So, But, like I said, I think he just met some guys and just met some people that were into the martial arts, and he just kind of just, just moved in that lane. Yeah, you know I man. So he just just kind of took that route. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at pops right now. Like, oh yeah, really, oh, really crazy. Oh. Kickboxing, look, beating. So, 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 what was it like growing up in a household? So, first of all, tell us about mom real quick. What type of person? was Mom you? was different. Of course, you got my pops. I was, yeah, I mean, he was, uh, he was like the general. He was the pit bull in the house, and my mama, she was more of like the love in the house. Mm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Classic Haitian woman, cook, clean, go to work, you know, make sure the kid's taken care of, you know, can't really say much. You know what I'm saying? My pops was just, just you know, he was real big, real dominant. He had big spirit. Anytime we got in trouble, it was 500 push-ups, 500 squats before we went to school. Um, you know what I mean? So he ran the house with a real, like, uh, you know, with some real authority. You understand? So we just had that balance just growing up. Mm. Was he strict? Oh, strict shit. Everybody, everybody growing up with us. It wasn't just us. It was the whole community, the whole city, the whole yeah. You know I mean, area. They knew him, and they knew what type of what type of ship he ran. Like any other, like it was like this. It was like all the other Haitian families around our community. If their kids got in trouble, they brought them to our house, <laughs> so our daddy can take care of that. You know what I mean? Because he was just that big of a of a force, not just for regular people, but of course just for the Haitian culture. He can speak English. He can handle this. He can take care of this. So they always brought him over. I mean, they always brought the kids over that way so he can handle business with them as well. You know what I mean? You know, I saw that Pops he passed away. Yeah. Yeah, he just passed, yeah. My man. Yeah, man. That was big for everybody. And... Yeah. Um, how close were you guys? We had a, um, you know, of course we were really close, you know what I mean? But we had like a love-hate relationship, you know what I mean, just growing up. Explain that. Because, you know, I mean, I was so much like him. We used to always just bump heads in the house all the time. You know what I'm saying? I was, uh, you know, he was real dominant, but I was a dominant little kid too. I was a bad little kid. I always wanted to just... To show my um, to show my authority at a young age, I didn't want nobody helping me, and it was hard for him to deal with somebody like me as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, but as I got older, me always trying to prove myself to him, I really believe is the reason why you know I got to where I was because everything that I did and tried to accomplish. It was to try to, you know, get that approval from him. But he was the type he never really showed that approval. That's just how he was. 
He didn't really try to give too much of, uh, 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 you know. Praises. Praise. He didn't do that. Okay, good. You did all right. Okay, good. Make sure you had the gym tomorrow. Mm. It was like that. But when I'm walking around town, they looking at me like I'm going to be the next, like the next, uh, 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 you know, like the next, you know what I mean, Floyd Mayweather walking around. But I didn't never really got that approval from him. But that just drove me every day, every day. So we had that type of relationship coming up, man, and it was kind of tough. But then again, like I said, it kind of, you know, kind of, you know what I mean, it took me to where Did I it do something to you emotionally, you think, like as a kid? You know, when you want approval from your father. I yeah. Mean, a lot of Caribbean parents are, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Haitian too. I'm Haitian and Jamaican. My really? Haitian. My dad's Jamaican, okay. yeah. So, okay. yeah, I'm half Haitian, yes, yes. Okay, so, love. So, well, you know what it is, man. Yeah, so I, I understand the strictness. <laughs> yeah. My parents. So, did, did you, a lot of times when you hear about the stories and the, and the strictness with parents, especially from the Caribbean, we grow up with resentment. Yeah. Um, what do you think it did to you as a kid? How did it make you feel emotionally? I don't think I grew up with too much resentment. Okay. Because, because I understood our situation. And I understood me going to every other household, you know, Haitian household. I understand that that was like our culture, you know, growing up. And just growing up, I automatically knew, like, okay, listen, you know what I mean? I'm, my pops is strict, but I know that he sees something in me that I need to try to continue to try to push it, you know, you know what I mean, to another level because I know who he is. I know that he wouldn't try to waste his time with me if he didn't see it. You understand me? But then again, I've always told myself, you know, when I was a young kid, like, okay, listen, you know, once I have, you know, like I said, my own family, I'm going to take a lot of things that he kind of put in me, but certain things I'm going to give my child. Like when it comes to a lot of, you know, love and gratitude and being able to show that affection. Mm -hmm. We didn't get that at all growing up. So either it just depends what type of kid you are, because me, it drove me. But other kids, I can see that it kind of made them spin the other way. You know what I mean? They wanted to get that love and wanted to get that attention from the streets, uh, from whatever the case may be. But for me, you know, I kind of took it in on what I believe they were trying to do and really just let that shit just drive me to another level. And mm. it did, yeah. That's dope. Yo, yeah. so you said earlier that you know you 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 were doing a lot of stuff and getting a lot of trouble. So talk yeah. about like some some of the first things or some crazy stuff that that you did as a kid growing up to get you in trouble, like school or yeah, I was just doing dumb shit, just dumb shit. Just I mean, you know, I just had that chip on my shoulder early. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fighting at school, uh, 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 you know, just basically just trying to prove a point. You know, all the time. Um, you know, just had a lot of. I had like a little gang of kids I used to always just rock with. And if somebody kind of, you know what I mean, I disrespected the situation, even though I knew I was going to get in trouble, even though I knew they was going to call my dad, he was going to beat my ass, I got to, you know, I got to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? That was me. And, you know, like my brothers and sisters, they didn't understand it. My mama didn't understand it at times. Like, why you keep doing this shit? Like, you know, he finna beat your ass. Like, he got to a point that my teachers and my principals, they used to be nervous to call this man to come up and get me. They're like, oh, man, right, right. we got to call him to come back and come get you. And my pops, you know what I mean? He ain't give a fuck. He'll come up to school and slap me in front of the, you know what I'm saying? Like, he'll do shit like that. But but, um, but I don't know, man. I was just wired a little different, man. I was wired a little tough, you know what I mean, growing up. So did, did, were, you, were you scared of your pops as a kid? Nah, I think that was the problem. 
I was scared of him, but I don't know. I was scared of him, but at the same time, I wanted to show him so. I wanted to show him that I was a man as well, even though when I was young. I wanted to show him that I was a man too, because I seen the way they respected him wherever he went. I seen the way he talked to just us as kids, and I seen the fright that was in us. And I seen when he spoke to other grown men, you know, he never he never asked nobody what to do. He used to tell you what to do, and they'll just do it. You know what I'm saying? So that type of shit, for some type of reason, is like I wanted that, and I wanted him to see that in me. So I used to, you know, I used to try him just because. You know what I'm saying? I used to show him. You know, I mean, I used to just want to try to show him that I'm, you know what I mean? I'm going to be next up just like that. But I had to go through a lot of the bullshit. Like, he used to have to keep cracking me over my head to be like, all right, you need to slow down. You need to relax. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't never want them to do anything for me. I wanted to go and you know, I went and bought my own car. got my own job. You know what I mean? I remember showing up at the bank with, like, shit, I think I had $2,000 when I was, like, I think I was, like, 13, 14 at the bank in, like, a brown paper bag trying to open up a bank account. And mm. and they, <laughs> well, they lady asked me for my number, and they got my number. They just called my parents to come pick me up. I'm just like, what are y'all doing? Like, I'm trying to do the right thing. Like, as a man, I'm trying to open a mother. Nah, bro, you can't You can't do that. So I was just trying to do everything just by myself, just to, just to try to show my manhood, and they wasn't with it. How um, did you make that money? Everything. Bro. I was doing some everything back then. Bro. I was <laughs> You know, I was moving and shaking, but then again, I was cutting grass. You know what I mean? I'm 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 working at um. Uh, I was a manager at a. I mean, I was working at a little jewelry store, sweeping the floors. I was just trying to do whatever it took because in my heart, in my mind, I'm like, shit, they need it. They need the help and assistance. My brothers and sisters, you know what I mean? They looking at school. They trying to be kids. Like I want to. You know what I mean? I think I got what it takes to be. You know what I mean? To be an adult to help the situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of just took that initiative early. They seen it. They didn't like it, but they liked it because they used to find my money all the time. You know what I'm saying? My mom used to just take that shit. And do what with it? That's one thing Haitian households, bro. If you're a kid, you cannot have money. If you have money anywhere, you know what I mean, in your possession, what are you doing with that? Give me that. I got let me buy you some clothes or something. Let me do when it comes to kids, they do not play with kids. They're trying to be adults at all. So I used to take my money all the time. I used to take my money, I used to hide it. I used to hide it different, you know what I mean, like different parts of my room. And if I walk in my room, I see my room clean, I'm like, damn, she I'm searching. She trying to get me. Like she used to find my <laughs> shit all the time. All the time. She used to go and try to Supposedly clean my room just to find my stash well, all the time. Real man. quick, what, what mom used to cook when you was younger? What, 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 give me some of the meals. With man. my mom? Yeah. She used to cook everything, man. Legume, of course, mm. my favorite. Um, Sauce so Sauce so grillo, uh, you know, pool, of course. Wasn't cop wheat, everything. She's cooking all. Hey, hold on, listen, the best. I'm gonna keep it real. Like, I'm over the best. People be, people be telling me the, the white sauce bar is good. But I don't, that's, that's whack, right? Like, only the brown, right? Yeah, I think the brown and the black the best. Yeah, like, nobody eat white and green. No, he's that white and green. <laughs> Not green. Know they had that? Nah, I ain't with the green. The white, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, the white, all right, but um. Yeah, it's the brown and the black sauce. Nobody eats green sauce. Yeah, green sauce bar, bro. Green sauce bar. I swear to God, man. I ain't I'm seen it. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. One man. thing I hated was collard. I hate that. She already still even now to this day. <laughs> if I come back home, 
She knows she can't even make that around the house. What's it called, you said? Kalalu? It's called Kalalu. It's like okra. Oh, nah. I ain't but that. the way Haitians make it, they make it. <laughs> I tried it on the, on the show. But the way like Haitians make it, they make it real slimy. It's like, you know, like everything like a stew. Mm-hmm. That shit, I just, I can't. What is it I called? Can't. I said? I was called Kalalu. Mm. Kalalu is okra. Mm. Haitian okra. And you don't like it? What? I can't even look at it. I'm be ready to throw up. Mm. Ready to so throw up. Just, just like me. No, sir. So, no, sir. How, how, how did you get along with your siblings? Man, everybody tight, man. You know, it's one thing about us, man. Um, you know, I mean, just with us, we've always been tight. All my brothers, all my sisters, you know, we always had just that, uh, uh, you know, like that mantra in our mind was mm-hmm. was like, you know what I mean? Like, we all we got. That's something we say all the time. You know, we all we got. So my sisters, my brothers, everybody had to be on the same, you know what I mean, that same wavelength. Um, you know, we, I mean, like I say, everybody understood our circumstances, our pops raised us all like soldiers. And and that's just what it was. And we got a lot of, you know what I mean, like a lot of attention, a lot of, you know, admiration just from the community that we grew up in because everybody was dogs. That was it. Everybody so, was dogs. Was it one of your sisters in, in, in fighting too or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got one of my sisters. She, um, well, she almost went to the UFC actually. Yeah, I saw that. But, uh, yeah, she a beast too. She crazy. So, sorry, G. Mm-hmm. So, all right, moving forward, what, what, like, living in the household, Haitian parents, yeah. you want to prove to them, prove to pops that you'll be able to get it on your own. Facts. You want to prove to pops, and you know, Haitian, you know, stubborn, but <laughs> stubborn. it is what it is. Yeah. You got a lot of ass whoopings as a kid? Ass well, I got beatings, nigga. What? I didn't get no asthma. I got beatings. What 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 was the what was? No no, and I, and I don't want you to describe the beating because I want I want to know like beans. what did you do? What was the worst thing you did that you was afraid to go home? Maybe one of the top things because we always remember that top ass whooping. But what did you do? I got a lot of ass whoopings, but my daddy was like this. I used to have like a method because I know how to read him right, so. It didn't matter, like if you get, I mean, I mean, like if you come from a Haitian household, it doesn't even have to be a big situation. You're gonna get your ass tore up. Like if I didn't, if I ain't, you know, my turn to wash the dishes, and I ain't get finished washing the dishes, or if I, or I forgot to feed the dog, you know what I mean? He tear my ass up. But, but it got to a point that, you know, like I said, I was real rebellious. So I'm in high school. If I'm in high school and I'm going out with my friends, I know my method was okay. Either I got to come back home early or if I'm out, I have to come back home real late so I can make sure that he sleep. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I'm going to be able to get away from a sneak in the house. And my, like I say, my pops is the type of dude. He'll call me at 1 o'clock in the morning if I'm still out and he'll say some slick shit. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know what I mean? I'm trying to defend myself. He'll hang up on me. That's how I know that. Okay, it's going to be trouble when I get home. But... If I stay out, but if I stay out long enough, and he falls asleep, and he was the type of dude if he fell asleep, he low key can sleep that anger off, and he'll wake up the next morning, and he'll look at me. All right now, he'll walk off. <laughs> but, but it had one time. At one time, I was out. I still, I still remember it like it's yesterday. You know, one time I was out, and he gave me that call, asked me where I was at. I'm trying to explain to him. Click. Hang up on me. So I'm like, all right, let me stay out a little bit. 
so I can make sure that he sleep. I, I don't think I came back till like three in the morning. I put the key in the trunk. And of course, my brothers and sisters sleep. I'm the only one that's. I'm the only one doing shit like this. I'm, so I sneak in the door, and I'm trying to push the door. I'm, and it's hard to push. It's hard to push. And I push it a little bit harder, and I'm hearing shit fall on the floor. Bing, 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 the fuck? Bing, I'm here from trying to push it open so it can stop making the noise. Felt like some shit falling. I opened the door. This nigga done nailed the door closed. He nailed it. Oh, nah. Nailed the door closed, and he's sitting in the living room. He was asleep, and that shit woke him up. It was, it was just bad from that point on. <laughs> that nigga woke up. Bap, 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 kicks, punches, hit, grabs all my shit out of the room, throwing that bitch out. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning, throwing all that shit out in the living room. I mean, just throwing it all on the front yard. Bap, 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 bap. That was probably one of the. That was probably one of the ones. I was just like, hey, I don't know if I would come back from this. One. How, how did that? How did that end? How did that, that that night end? I mean, my mama tried to save me, but I don't know, man. Like I say, hate your parents different, bro. It's either, you know what I mean? Like either your mama gonna try to save you if she see that shit going too far, or she gonna be his hype man. Why he beating you? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he know yeah, that yeah. you know what I'm saying. Because she, li- yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, they know yeah, you ain't bon, supposed to be doing the bullshit. Bon, bon. So she gonna yeah, bon, bon, bon. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, do it again. She's just yeah, she used to be his hype man. But in that situation, in that situation, you know, she tried to help me out because she seen shit was gonna go way left. Yeah, I can mm. tell. Way left. So he didn't want you out late at night. That's how your parents are. They feel like you should yeah, come yeah. out and leave and come yeah, out. Yeah, of course. I mean, shit, yeah. they think we outside doing some type of, you know, we outside with the vodka bones are doing some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Because one thing with Haitian parents, man, they really think, you know, what they believe with the American culture. That's one thing with the American culture with them. They just think all, you know, most of all Americans, they just with the bullshit. You know what I mean? That's the way they see it. They see that, okay, we come over here to give y'all a better life. Y'all need to be dialed in, going to school, being doctors, lawyers. Don't run around with a lot of these crazy-ass American kids with their fucking pants hanging on their ass. If we see it, you know what I mean? We we going in. So if we out that late and we chasing girls and we out doing whatever, they automatically think we just with the bullshit. Just trying to throw everything away and... Just pretty much throw up like, like the whole reason that they came over here for. You know what I'm saying? So that first generation Haitian kid is always the worst for us. The first generation mm, always the worst. Always. Yo, take us back to uh, your your first fight, if, if, if you remember. Your first fight, not, not with your siblings, but like in school or in the street. Like, Oh, man. My first, I mean, I don't even think I remember that, bro. I was fighting ever since I was a young nigga. I remember... Um, Shit, I was suspended from school every year on my birthday mm. from kindergarten till I was probably like in probably like in seventh grade. I don't know how I used to just keep track of that shit. I'm like, man, hopefully, okay, this year I'm gonna try to make this shit cool. But for some reason, every year from my kindergarten up to seventh grade, I was suspended from school from doing something, from fighting or doing whatever it is. On your birthday? September 7th. Virgo. My son's birthday. Yeah? Yeah. Same day? Same day. That nigga's special. <laughs> Whoever he is, that nigga's special. 
Yes, sir. Shout out to Dawson. Shout out to hey, shout out to Dawson, my twin. (laughs) But how you get? That's early though. Like, that's like the first day of school. Yeah, that's where school starts. You spend it so quick. I I don't know, man. It's like you know what I mean. Like we just with it early, bro. Like everybody in the house was fighting early. Like we knew about that fight shit too early. We just aggressive. I mean, growing up like we grow up, and just period, just Haitians, period. True. We just got that aggressive spirit. Like when I go to Haiti now, like I mean, you walk around, and you just see it. You see it on them. You see it in their demeanor. Like yeah, they mm. nice people, but they just aggressive because they of are. just the nature. You know what I mean, the nature of just the culture of just where we from and understand that, you know what I mean, that's part of our history. That's a big part of our history, you know what I mean, like being the first black free independent nation in 1804. Like, that's all, I mean, we, you know what I mean, that's the type of shit that we carry. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We were warriors, like, for real. And everybody, everybody, it's crazy. Women, men, they got that same, just, just, just that fucking, just like, just, just that battle spirit about them. And you see it when we growing up, bro. Like, not too many Haitian kids that you can talk to that their parents just was just nice. None of them. They just, you know what I mean? All of them got that shit about them. Mm. Do what we say. Better make sure to do it like this. Got to make sure to tighten up. Da 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 da. It was no kissing, cuddling, I love you. None of that shit. Facts. We here to do a job. And we here to get it done. Make sure you get it done. That's, That's right. it. That's now, when you was fighting in school, like, do, do you think you had an extra edge because your family was a fighters in the house? Like your dad and your siblings? Like, Do you think that kind of pushed yeah. you a little bit extra? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, like we just, I don't know. I mean, of course, you know, them kids, you know, I mean, growing up, they didn't know how to fight too much. Um, just me, myself, I just think just, just my demeanor, you know what I mean, just really show kids that, okay. You know what I'm saying? We already know what time it is with Burke. Mm. You know what I mean? I was one of them kids just growing up. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like I said, the same at the same time, I was a cool cat. I was cool with everybody. Always most popular here and there. Like I said, like in high school too. You know what I mean? Prom king, homecoming king. I was a popular kid. But, you know, when I got to high school, that's when all, I believe that's when all like the, like the actual fighting shit stopped. Because, yeah, you know, I got to a certain point you know, in my life, too, that, you know what I mean, I was ranked number one in the country at the time as an amateur, and, and everybody already knew me. They already knew what time it was with me, and I just wasn't on that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and by the time I got to high school, I was already thinking about, you know what I mean, I mean, really trying to get to the money. That was it. Like, all right, I got to stay down there. Like, like this Olympic shit calling me for real. Like, nice. like this situation might turn into a real situation. You know what I mean? Like, before it was... Me just doing everything else, boxing, running track, playing football, doing this, doing that. But now this shit really turned into a real situation, man. And and I got a chance to see other cats around my community. That I say the Tracy McGrady's, the uh, what's name like the Ray Lewis's, you know, guys like that. That I knew that done made it out. Like, all right, I gotta be next up. You know so when did you start boxing? Though, um, taking boxing serious. You know, I had my first like actual boxing match when I was seven years old. Seven. Yeah, yeah, I was seven. You know, so I got into like the competition aspect early. 
because my pops used to, um, you know, when he was getting ready for his mixed martial arts shit, mm. you know, he used to have to train in a few different type of disciplines. He used to go and try to train the boxing gyms. He used to go to wrestling. He used to go do jujitsu, and he used to just take me to the boxing gym with him because I was just so bad. You know, I mean, at school, my teachers used to tell him, like, listen, you need to take him somewhere to, to try to relieve this energy. You know mm. what I'm saying? So he just started taking me to the boxing gym with him. And then, uh, shit, they threw me in the ring with some little fat kid at the time. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm about to knock this boy out. And he went in there and just did me. Boom, 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 boom. And I didn't know, I didn't understand how this shit was happening. You know what I mean? And that's when I really just got infatuated with just with the sport and really trying to learn, like, okay. He put it on you? Yeah, like, I'm, I know I'm strong, I know I'm faster, but shit, nigga just had skill. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I was able to really see the difference between, that's why I really got drawn in. I'm like, I got to figure this shit out. So he just started taking me to the boxing gym with him, you know, all the time. And then I just... Yeah, Pops had a hands, Pops had a handstands and all that. Oh, yeah, man. Shit, Pops do everything, man. Pops was... Shit, Pops was animal out Real quick, before we get off the subject with Pops, did, 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 did he ever give you that acknowledgement in life? Yeah. You know, I think um, the crazy thing about it is I think when life started getting a little bit more serious for me, that's when he started, you know what I mean, you know what I mean, hugging me, telling me, you know what I mean, he proud of me and telling me that, you know what I mean, he loved me when he seen shit really start getting serious. Like, man, shit, my kid really about to go to the Olympic trials and do this shit. And now we at this venue with thousands of people and it's just us. You know what I mean? So I got to make sure that he knows that I'm with him, man. I got to make sure that he knows that I'm proud of him now. You know, we just not back home just trying to figure this shit out or or him just going off these tournaments, winning and coming home with, you know what I mean, like these medals. Like, we here now. We're in the big stage. Like, I got to acknowledge and just show him that I'm proud of him and, and, and he just need to go ahead and handle his business. So, so as things started getting a lot more serious and 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 – and the stages kept getting bigger and bigger. And um, and the threat, and the threat start getting more serious for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we not just fighting kids no more. Like, we fighting on the big stage. And, yeah. And we fighting the top niggas in the country. And, and, and of course, you know, from that point, and even just, you know, me just turning pro, me up under the lights and the cameras and this and that. That's when a lot of the love and acknowledgement came because he seen me really becoming a man. You know what I'm saying? Really seeing me compete at that high level and, you know what I mean, represent not just myself but the family. You know what I mean? So, it, you know what I mean? I seen shit shift, you know what I mean, like pretty fast when I got to that, I got to that level. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. Talk about, like, the the, the transition – from like that that first fight at seven, and then you yeah. you start to take things more serious. Like, what's what's that boxing life like as a as a kid? You know, like I, I play basketball, so it's yeah. different from boxing. So I'm not sure how that works yeah. for you guys growing up at a young age. Like the training process and like yeah. you know the whole. You know what I'm saying. I mean, I think it was a little bit different for me because, like I said, everything that I did, you know, what I mean, like my pops made it serious. You know what I mean? It was supposed to be fun. I mean, when I, I played football, when I did this, when I did that, it was just fun for me. But when it comes to this fight shit, it was always serious. You know, mm -hmm. he didn't never let us do anything, you know what I mean, half-assed. Like, 
shit, I'm getting ready for amateur tournaments. He training. You know what I mean? He on my ass like I'm getting ready for a damn you know what I mean, world title fight. You know what I mean? Waking me up at 4 o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? Doing sprints outside and, you know what I mean? Watching what I'm eating, doing this, doing that. I mean, I'm, I'm 7, 8, I'm 10 years old. You know what I mean? As soon as I get off the bus at school, you know what I mean? I got a hairpin change. I got to run three miles to the, you know what I mean? Like to the boxing gym in a hot ass sun. And I think that's one thing, too, like when it comes to me in my community back home, like a lot of people can't really go back home or yeah, they can't really, you know, get that love back home. You know, once they reach a certain point of success. But the thing with me, like I grew up in the hood, hood, and in but everybody got a chance to kind of be a part of my growth and success. Like, you know, I mean, everybody has stories. If they see me running down, you know, I'm Havendale Boulevard since I've been seven years old, up to shit since I've been, you know, I mean, up to like you know, I'm 18, 19 years old. Every other day, they everybody, me growing up, it don't matter if it was teacher, friends, homeboys, you know what I mean? People that was telling my parents they was crazy, just just sending me out in the hot ass sun running. It was like that from when I was seven years old running up Havendale Boulevard till I made the Olympic Games. So everybody got a chance to see my growth. They got a chance to see my progress. They'll see me running like that. Next thing you know, they'll see a fucking... You know what I mean? Like, front of the paper, you know? Mm-hmm. Andre Berto wins national championships. Like, you know what I mean? They got a chance to see all this shit. Right, you know right. what I mean? And they seen all the work I put in. So it's a different type of respect, you know what I mean, when I go back home, you know, all the time. So so that's, uh, shit, I think that's So dope. Pops was training you? Pops was, no, I had boxing trainers. But he was my trainer at home. Like, he wasn't with none of this shit. Like, so, you got... So who was you, like who? So when you when you went to go do the like find your love for boxing, right? Yeah, because it's always a step, right? Somebody has to see something. Somebody who, who started training you when you were younger? Uh, he took me to the gym. Um, shit. Um, and my first ever trainer was a guy named Tony Barnes. Um, this boxing coach. I was back home in Haven. Um, he used to be a professional. He used to be pretty good back then, but like I said, he seen me walk in with him. And he seen a lot of potential. And my dad kind of just, like, put me in his hands, like, all right, man, I want you to train my kid. And we did that for a few, probably like two years, and I think he ended up getting locked up or something. And then um, my next coach was an older guy. His name was Jack Leonard. You know what I mean? Old man Jack. You know what I mean? Old white guy. But he was pretty much like a legend around where we come from, you know, when it comes to boxing, he kind of just really just took me all the way up. And then uh, when he was about to pass away, it was this other kid that came into the gym. His name was Tony Morgan. He kind of took he kind of took the situations over from there. And then from there, me and Tony went from the Olympics all the way up to world titles and all this other type shit. So yeah, I went through like two of them. T- tell us about how does how do you get into the Olympics? How does that work, man? Uh, shit, you just got shit. You gotta beat everybody. Gotta be pretty good, huh? Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> shit. Like for me, it was it was it was like a kid from a small town. Of course, having big dreams. I wanted to go to the Olympics. I didn't know how to fuck how. You know what I'm saying? But but um, but as I continue to win, I start to not just win. I was dominating. 
it got to a point I was winning all the state, you know, championships in Florida, you know, easily. So everybody knew who I was. So it got to a point that even when I went to these tournaments in Florida, it don't matter what weight that I was fighting in, everybody pulled out. So I got to a point I didn't have any fights. So I automatically advanced the regionals, which was pretty much, you know, six, seven other states on the East Coast. And I just dominated that space too. And um, and once I did that, you know, they ended up paying, you know, for me to come to Nationals. And, of course, the Nationals, they were either in California, Colorado, whatever the case may be. And, you know what I mean, like when it comes down to that, man, like that was my first time ever just hopping on a plane too. You know what I mean? Being able to get on the plane is when I was able to earn my way to Nationals and I was like, I was like 13. And that was the first time I actually got some new shit was when I made the U.S. team when I was 15. And, you know, we were sponsored by Adidas, and they sent me big-ass fucking boxes of just Adidas shit, you know what I mean, to get ready to go to tournaments. That was the first time that I just had just new, brand-new shit mm. just come to my house, and my mom, my mom, my pops, they looking, they like, oh, what the fuck? And we made it, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so that was always just a good feeling, too, man, you know what I mean, to be able to uh, be able to, I mean, I mean, just to earn my way to get all that shit. But I was always so. Doing. But at one point, like we, t- we t- so that's when you were younger. Yeah. The big Olympics, though. Oh yeah, the big Olympics. That was um, same deal, man. Shit, it got to a point. Shit, I was just right so, now I mean, the country. Like, I was just. I'm just, I'm just saying, what was the, you have to beat who? Like, you have to go through. You have to go through a, like a series of tournaments. So you have to win one of the big tournaments, which is the U.S. Championships, the Golden Gloves, or I think the Power National Championships in order to qualify to go to the Olympic Trials. Oh. So I ended up winning the Golden Gloves again um, and ended up you know, making the Olympic Trials, qualifying for the Olympic Trials. And then those top you know, four or five guys, six guys, we fight at the Olympic Trials. And then, of course, you know whoever wins those brackets ends up ends up making the team. Ooh, 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 mm. ooh, what was the toughest fight you had in the Golden Gloves? Golden Gloves. I fought Tim Bradley, probably. I fought Tim Bradley in the finals at the Golden Gloves. We went at it, but I ended up beating him and and winning the Golden Boy of the tournament. Actually, that's the crazy thing about him. I won the Golden Boy that year, which is the most outstanding boxer, and Floyd came. Floyd came to watch, and um, she, he seen me back then, and he uh, he walked over and talked to me like, listen, I want to take you and your team out. You know what I'm saying? We need to talk. I think you're going to be next up. Shit, like back then, he wanted to sign me back then. Mm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I read it. I don't want to. Don't, don't move too fast. No, don't move too fast. Because <laughs> yeah, I read that. Cause I, I, read, I read that don't move too also. Fast. Like, there was some sort of, like, you felt at one point, there was some sort of hidden animosity or something like that. You didn't understand because you said he took you out. He wanted to take you out. Yeah. And I don't know. And I, and I definitely want to. You know, I'm from Queens, so you know, yeah. I'm gonna ask you. I'm asking you a lot of questions. Ask me all of it now. That's what we here. Before we get into that, like, so Tim Bradley was, Tim was tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he wasn't Tim. tough. Keep it real. He was tough. That shit. Yeah, I beat him. I'm trying to show him. He's I had to get through. You had to get through. Yeah, had to get through. <laughs> had to get through. You know what I'm saying? But but okay, so so you win the you win the you win the 
Golden Gloves, right? yeah, and then you go to Olympics. Yeah, then I went to go. I went to Olympic trials. Trials, okay. Then we go to trials, then we end up going to the games. And then how was that? Like, what walk me through the steps? I don't know about it. I mean, the games were. I mean, the crazy thing about it, okay, let me go back because there it was a, exactly stop skipping shit. It man. was some crazy shit that happened. Oh, uh, it was oh. some crazy shit that happened. Let's go. Tell me the crazy shit that happened. Gee, chill, man. It's the crazy shit that happened. The first time it ever happened in. You know, Olympic trial history, but I go to the Olympic trials and um, I fight against uh, my number one nemesis. He beat me twice already. This kid named Juan McPherson from uh, from Cleveland, Ohio. You know, but I'm trained, I'm ready, and we draw each other the first day when they did the draw on a bracket. Everybody in the fucking stadium, they wrapped around this ring to see this fight because now we had Olympic trials. These niggas drew each other the first day. They would expect us to meet in the finals, but we meet the first day. But I'm ready. I've been training with my man Winky Wright, you know, getting him ready for Shane Mosley at the time. I've been training camp with him. So I'm ready, man. And damn, we going there, we going at it, we going at it. I'm up by like six points. I'm about to beat this nigga finally. Finally. Like I said, he beat me twice already. And I'm happy because I'm like, I'm about to beat him where, you know what I mean, where it counts. I hit him with a right hand. Boom. He fall back to the ropes. And then he, like the ropes pushes him forward. He fall on top of me, trying to hold me. In my mind, I'm thinking, now, nigga, you ain't finna get away this time. I'm, yeah, I, mean, I got to get you up out of here. Cause I got to make this team. He tried to get up on me. I sling him off me. He falls down. I see his coach in the corner like, stay down. He act like I threw him down and broke his neck. The referee comes out. He's looking. He don't know what's going on. He don't know what's going on. He just goes like this. I don't know what happened. I'm thinking I just won this and that. They end up disqualifying me. Oh, wow. They end up disqualifying me. Everybody goes crazy. I'm sitting there. I'm crying. I'm mad. I'm sad. I, you know what I'm saying? My dreams got taken away from me. So after that match, they did a big protest. They reinstated me back in the tournament. I show up the next day at the weigh-ins, ready to fight again. I fought again. I beat the guy, it, I guess a kid named Vonis. I beat him, so I'm on my way to the finals of the Olympic trials, like to make the US team. The same kid that I got into the situation with in the first fight, he comes back with his lawyers and they wanna sue. They stopped the whole tournament for three days until we had to figure the situation out because he had a strong legal team behind him. They stopped the whole tournament. We had to go into arbitration. And, um, of course, a lot of the other kids that, I mean, that were training for that and their parents and people that were, you know, behind them, they were getting upset that they stopped the whole tournament for three days just because of us. And we ended up having to go to arbitration. They ended up just disqualifying both of us, me and him. And that was it. And as soon as I walked out of that arbitration room, uh, at the time, one of the number one your know, managers, his name was Shelly Finkel. He was managing Mike Tyson at the time. So, you know, at these Olympic trials, all the pro, all the pro scouts and your know, managers and all that shit be there to see who they gonna get. So 
So Shelly Finkel, he was already on my trail. So as soon as I walked out the room, it was over. You know, and he asked me then, he said, have you ever, you know, I mean, do you know if Haiti ever happened to team? I'm like, nah. Nah, I know if, you know, I mean, Haiti having no fucking boxing team or don't go into the Olympics, nothing. He said, all right, I'll make some phone calls. He made some phone calls. And that year was the first year Haiti was trying to take a team. So I got disqualified off of the uh, the Olympic trials. And the guy that I beat the second time, he ended up making the team. I ended up, you know, fighting for Haiti at the at Olympic qualifiers. So, of wow. course, once they heard about it, because it was news everywhere, they were more than happy to invite me in. Everybody else on the team lost the first day. I'm the only person that won and continued to qualify and made it to the Olympic Games for Haiti. So I ended up being a one-man team fighting for Haiti at the Olympics. Wow. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I, this guy name is Juan Mc, Mc, McPherson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Juan McPherson. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> His neck wasn't broke? No, nigga. He showed up at the weigh-ins trying to fight. He was like, oh, yeah, they disqualified him. Why, 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 you, why, you, why you call him your arch nemesis? Because he was the only one that, you know what I mean, like when he was at a tournament, you know, he was the only one that would beat me at these tournaments. Tall, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, southpaw. He was, you know what I mean, he was a bad boy, to be honest. He was good? You give him credit? Yeah, yeah, yeah I give him that. I give do you, him that. Do he you hold it against him for getting you disqualified? Did you, did you ever get mad like that was some sucker stuff? Or I mean, of course, I was upset at the time, but shit, I was, I was, I was just so... I was just so focused on getting there. And I ended up having to, you know what I mean, take another route. You know what I'm saying? But I got it done. Shit. Took another I, route. Yeah, took another route. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Took another route, got it done. And I just knew that as soon as I turned pro, that's where I was going to flourish at. Because I had, I had, uh, I had, uh, you know what I mean, just more of a pro style. Did you ever want to fight him again? Like, you know, when the, like, you get Shit, I wanted to hit it. I wanted to, I wanted to fight him at the trials. Shit, I wanted to fight his ass outside. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, trying to slick shit. But, but this crazy thing about it, even with him, man, shit, like I said, he was one of them ones. He was a special, he was a special kid, bro. But after that shit happened, he fell off. You know what I'm saying? He fell all the way off, man. And it's crazy because his name still comes up around me when it comes to interviews. With, you know what I mean? Like people that, like I say, that know about me from way back then. But he fell off, man. I mean, nobody don't know what happened yeah, to him. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at his name. Man. Yeah, man. Juan was a beast, bro. And now, especially like with all the success I've had, I, shit, I be reaching out. I be like, man, shit, y'all keep talking about him. Like, you know what I mean? Like some of the people that's from Cleveland, they'll interview me. And bring that situation up because it was so big when it happened, <clears throat> and they really thought that Juan was either either it was going to be me or Juan that was going to go to the Olympics, and it was him and LeBron at the time that was the big was the was like the big names in Cleveland at the time. You know what I'm saying? So they still bring it up. You fought, so you fought you forfeit you fought, you forfeit Haiti. Yep. How far did you go? I lost what I, I lost second day to France. France fighter? Yeah, I don't know how. I beat the hell out you of this. You don't know how. He beat I, beat, I beat the hell out of this nigga. Gave him two standing eight counts. But you know. Hmm. So you got a Haiti flag on you. We got a Haitian flag on you. So you accusing, you were cheating? I'm a, listen, I was, listen. Were I was, you cheating? Yes or no? Come they on. Were definitely, I was definitely cheating. Mm. You got a Haitian flag on you. They like, uh, They was giving it to me. 
ever since I put that Haitian flag on. So he ain't beat you. Just no, he ain't beat me. I'm gonna knock him out. What the fuck? They give me that, give me the stand. They count three times. Damn near. I'm like, okay. I'm in the corner. I'm like, I'm about to knock him out. Boop, 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 boop. One, two, about three times. He still won off points. I Was he good? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I wasn't trying to hit none of that shit. It wasn't I was, memorable. I wasn't trying to hit none of that shit. I'm like, I was supposed to win this thing. All of it. Mm. Fuck that. So, so I was what, cheated. What was after that? You lost to the French dude. I lost to the French dude, of mm-hmm. course. Um, and then it was shit. It was time to turn pro, man. It was shit. It was time to go. So you know, I got back to the states, and 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 you know. Yeah, I mean, I said everybody was waiting for, Facts. you know what I'm saying? So I had I had all the top promoters, all the top, you know what I mean, networks. I mean, all of them was waiting on me. I, I came straight back here to New York, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, I met up with Lou DiBella. Mm-hmm. Um, my man Dame Dash was my man, you know what I mean, the whole Rockefeller crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was rock with them, um, you know what I mean, like, even before that. So, you know, they saw me early. They seen me early, um, you know what I mean, because, like, Jay – Big and Dames, they used to, they used to, they used to box over at uh, over at Chelsea, and um, like I said, they love boxing, man. So I was one of them guys that they they seen when I was when I was coming up. So they used to have me have me come up here to New York, like you know, what I mean, every other weekend just to come hang out and party and shit. And um, you know, what I mean, so when I turned pro, when it's time to turn pro, you know, I came back and I had a big meeting with HBO. And um, at Lou Bella at the time, and Dane was just like, listen, y'all know where I've been wanting to get in this fight shit for a while, Bert. We got to make something happen. I'm like, Dane, like, you my man, Jay my man, everybody my man, but I don't want to be, I don't want to be y'all guinea pig with this shit because, like, you know what I mean? I was, like, the number one pick out of that whole Olympic team to turn pro and to do something. And, um... We had a conversation, man, and, 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 you know, we ended up, you know what I mean, trying to work something out. We ended up working something out. We did, like, co-promotion, you know what I mean, when it was, uh, you know what I mean, so it was Lou DiBella, HBO, and Dame Dash. And we ended up, you know what I mean, doing you, you it like fought, that. You fought Dame Dash in the ring. Man, Dame ain't ready for that, man. <laughs> Dame been down. Dame been barking that shit for a long time. We I did, saw it. It a video. we did that little light little shit. He almost got killed. You see that? <laughs> Dame, you almost got killed now. I ain't gonna lie, he put it on you a little bit. He ain't put nothing on nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> sure? That nigga too old for that shit, man. Him. What year was this? Cam. I, shit, that was a. I think that was a few years back. That was, that was like four or five. Shit, that was shit, like five years back. Him and Cam was yeah. They came into the gym. Dane was talking that shit. I'm like, all right, man, come on. You know what I'm saying? He came straight at me. He trying to be aggressive. Keep it real. He liked you up a little bit. I saw it. Nah, he ain't there. Nigga hit me with one shot. Nigga hit me with one shot. That nigga hit me with one shot. Dane, listen, listen. Me and Dane don't been through some shit, now. You know what I'm saying? Dane ain't ready for that work, bro. Dane ain't ready. What you mean? Y'all been through some shit? What type of shit y'all been through? Nah, I mean that's my man. Shit, like I said, I was uh. You know what I mean? I was around through a lot of shit, man. That's one thing I I still get upset about because, you know, they broke up like right before, like right when my shit was about to take off. Yeah. And that's when the shit kind of split up, man. I, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to get my chain or nothing like that. But. 
So you wanted your chain? He still owe you a chain? Like, I still need the chain, bro. Still need the chain. You know what I'm saying? I still talk to, you know what I mean, Jay from time to time. He'll fucking, I see him while I just see a, you know, somebody just pull up on me. Hey, man, Jay want to see you. Just out of nowhere. I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, it's still love, you know what I mean, when it comes to all those guys. Dame, Jay, Biggs. Did did you, did you, when, when they broke up, you wasn't, you didn't pick any sides. You was just. No. Not so much. I mean, of course, I had a relationship, you know, more with Dame, you know, at the time, you know, when the split was going on, um, and, you know, and 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 just seeing everything happen, it was just, it was just crazy, you know what I mean? Because just me, just coming up there, just seeing just the camaraderie of just the whole team, you know what I mean? Dame Biggs, uh, you know, Jay. Um, the whole state property fam, just everybody, and just to see everybody trying to, you know, trying to choose sides up and just see how everything split apart, that shit was, that shit was crazy. You know what I mean? But, uh, but I'll rock with Dane for a while. I'm about to get him. Wow, you got you got something for him? Got something. Okay. You sure? Tell me what y'all got now. So, so, so I'm just saying, like, like, <laughs> I feel like, like I'm you, on the damn. Uh, so you've uh, been doing a lot with Damon now. Yes, my man. That's my man. I was just with him. I was just with him. Boy, been shit. doing a lot of street stuff too. Like man? a week or two, man. You know, I, I listen, man. I know a lot of niggas out here, B. Did you go through? <laughs> you know one thing about it. Oh. One thing about it. Hey. Hey Flip, I don't know if you know. I know a lot of niggas. Hey, niggas always want to talk smooth. Did no, you no, a lot of listen, yes or no. Listen, bro, I've been in the mix out here for a long time, nigga. What, what, what's the craziest thing you went through with Dan that you can talk about? Nothing that you cannot talk about. Something that you can. We don't want to indict this. <laughs> something that you can. Like, what, nah. some, some, tell me something you crazy you seen without a Dame or Rockefeller that you've been. No, nah, everything been good, man. We we <laughs> Jail, been swallowing. Come on, man. Chill, man. We've been yeah, we've been good, man. I, I listen, it's it's <laughs> Nah. Uh, now nah, you know the thing is with me, I think I think I've always had like a relationship with a lot of niggas that conflicted, which I didn't ever want to come in between. Like say I was, you know what I mean, like Jimmy was my man. You know what I mean? Jimmy Hinch was my man. You know what I mean, and 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 you know he used to have his little situations with a lot of ni- other niggas I used to fuck with, so I used to catch a lot of different energies from a lot of different places. You know what I'm saying? Just by me just being out here, just you know what I'm saying, just having a lot of these type of you know what I mean relationships. So you know, but like I say, everything always man. You ain't street man. fights, huh? You got jump, you got violence. I ain't never get jumped, man. You ain't any street fights. You said have I? Yeah, since being, you know what I mean? Like, cause. We, nah, hell. Nah. You know, I got into a lot of shit out in Atlanta. You know, I lived down in Atlanta, man. We used to get to it a little bit. We used to get to no it. No industry people, though. Yeah, you know, my first, you know, my first, um, my man Ant can tell you about it. Um, my first, my first week, you know, living in Atlanta, um, shot me in a mall with me and my man. And then, uh, uh, I'm in the Louis store. Some niggas they walk up on me and they, hey, you know, you bird right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, what's going on? You know what I mean? Hey man, da 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 da. You know, I met you out in LA before. This man, he had like four, I think four or five niggas with him. Hey man, you know what I mean? They get your number, bro. You we, we slide out the magic tonight. Da da da. I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, I had like three, four niggas with me. I'm like, cool, all right, cool. You know what I mean? But a lot of people walk up on me, say they. I know him and I already talked to him, but I see so many faces, I don't be remembering. 
So I go back, I'm looking at the shit, my man. My man, you know, he get down on the, I mean, he get down the A, like everybody know him out there real heavy. So he see me, he like, man, why you get that nigga your number? He like, man. I told him, I was just like, yeah, I think I met dude out in Vegas, LA or some shit. He said he wanted to go out tonight. You know what I mean? He wanted to try to show me a good time, whatever. He was like, man. He was like, man, fuck that shit, man. You know these niggas, you know this type of shit they do? I'm like, what you mean? He was like, yeah, these niggas be, you know what I mean? Certain niggas that come in town, they do shit like that, and then they be on some, you know what I mean? Like, they'll stick you up or they'll pull you over to the, uh, you'll pull up in the parking lot. You know what I mean? They'll do this, they'll do that. I'm like, word. I'm like, yeah. And just automatically, just because of, you know I mean, just because of who I am in a sense, I couldn't, it's just hard for me to realize that a nigga tried to try me like that. So mm. we lead the joint. We looking for the niggas around the mall. And it was like around Christmas, so the Linux mall packed. I mean, I mean, we don't see the guys. I go out to Valet, you know, all of us over here, Valet and shit. I'm waiting on my car to pull up. And I see the niggas out here waiting. I see the niggas out here waiting. So, of course, I walk up on dude like, hey, man, shit, I see y'all on the bullshit, huh? Nah, 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 what you talking about? What you talking about? And my man, my man, you know, pulled up on him, pulled the shirt up. Like, yeah, you know, we on that too. And before he can even say anything, I hit him. Bop! Fell out out there in the parking lot. Like, hey, see all these guys, they just looking, but it's a, it's packed outside. I mean, I can speak about this now because a lot of people already know about the situation. I went through all the little legal shit with it, so shit was cool. I hit him, yeah, I cleaned him out, I knocked him out outside, and and you know we just jumped in the car, we just took off. But from that point on, the word went around the city so crazy, so fast that. At that point, man, it was just love everywhere we went. Out that way, you knocked out. him out. Yeah, I ended up knocking him out. I had to pay for it, but I ended up knocking him out. How much you pay? Hundred thousand? Yeah, about two fifty. He yeah. sued you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they do. He was a stick-up kid that sued. Mm, they talk that tough shit, man. But you know, Wait, but after so, that, but after that, it was it, it was some different shit. So was he? Was he a for sure stick up kid? Because you said you went there, you saw him. Nah, he was. Nah, he I, was. He was. For you, you, nah, you vowed it because your man could have been yeah. setting up the gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I knew. I mean, like I said, after that, I was there for like three, four years, so I knew the situation, what was going on. Got so it. So it was, was, it was a move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, you had any industry issues? Any industry like issues with anybody in the industry? <laughs> uh, don't think too hard. Come on, man. You, I don't know, you, man. You smashing my girl. Stop. I know the story. You know what I mean? Like, me, man, I've always. Chance, you <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always had love in it all through the industry, man. Of course, me and Floyd used to, you know, we used to go through all shit from time to time. You know what I mean? Come here. Nah, nah, we didn't even get to Floyd. You know what I'm just talking about? Just like running, I'm talking about just the industry shit with him. Like, just us uh, just running through a lot of the same females type shit or a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, they come up to him and they bring my name up here, getting his feelings, go to pop a shit, or he'll get niggas to try to call my phone on some funny shit. That's not true. You know what I'm fronting. You crazy. I'm going to talk about Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow. You I'm going to get you. Hold on. Check, 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 check. Y'all, he'll know listen, went through listen, it, listen, though. Listen, 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 listen. That's you too smooth, crazy. Boy, you smooth. He said, he's smooth. He's smooth. Listen, listen, listen. At the same time, here's what I'm asking you. Yeah. 
No rapper, before we get to any rapper, any R&B singer got mad at you because you, because I heard that you had some, I, it came to my ear. No, it that, didn't. Yes, it did. That you were All smashing right. somebody's girl. <laughs> I heard. You probably had those situations, but no, I never had a situation, nigga, like, I mean, I mean, really try to confront me. Got it. I've heard about it. I've known me about too, certain me situations. Too, me too, me too, me too. But nobody ain't confront me. Oh, they ain't confront you just heard nah, through the grapevine. Nah, yeah. So they ain't t- never confront t- me. T- tell us the uh the history. Tell us the uh the history of you and Floyd. Like bring it Yeah. Just flip the script. Like Well the first a, thing yeah. first thing he said earlier that Floyd came to see him fight at the, at yeah, the, at the uh, I think the situation with me and Floyd has always been you know, Floyd has always tried to, you know, even seeing me as a young guy, you know, coming, he always wanted to try to, like, little bro me. Like, kind of like how he did Adrian, to a sense. A.B., yeah, shout out to my brother. Yeah, I mean, like how he did A.B. But, but you know, I already know, you know certain niggas' character. You know what I mean? In, what in, you mean by that? I ain't gonna let that slide. What you mean by yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, I just always knew about certain niggas' characters. What, like, what you mean by that? What you mean? Like, the shit that happened with him and A.B., I seen that happen. I seen that. I mean, I knew that was going to happen. Because at the end of the day, Floyd, he ain't never going to want nobody just as hot as him or coming up right up under that to be close to him. And he going to really have genuine love for that motherfucker looking like a threat to him. Still, even now, for somebody like him having so much success, He's still like that because at the end of the day, to be honest, I believe that Floyd is still very insecure in who he is. So he needs to continue to to feel like he that man. That's the only reason he trains like he does. He's able to be as relentless as he is because he knows if he loses that, it's a whole different situation. So, so instead of giving somebody credit for training at an old age, an older age, and, 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 <laughs> and you had to put a negative, a typical Haitian nigga. <laughs> why do I? Why I had to put a negative situation on it? Why do I have to put a? Hey, Jack, man, I hate on the nigga. I just know. I just know. I don't think it's hate, but listen. Let me, I just know. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Adrian Bruno's a great friend of mine. So my man, you saying that? How? To, in order for a person to hate, yeah, this is how I look at it. From where yeah. I'm from, they either stop you from getting the bag, yeah, right? stop you from getting the bag, like like yep. mess up opportunity for you, or they they they, they will prevent you from opportunity. That's why yep. I look at it as hate. Yep. So if that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That's not hate. Then that's not hate. But at the same time. I don't like the type of situation that a nigga stand next to you and act like he for you. But if he see you fall, he low-key going to laugh and be like, oh, I told y'all so. You know what I'm saying? He ain't as great as me. He ain't as good as me. He you said that by AB, AB. I mean, that type of shit. Like, he got okay. that type of energy. Got it. All the time. So, you so told spiritual. You told spiritual. So, like, even back then when he, you know what I mean, used to try to little bro me and, you know what I mean, but like I said, my mentality was different. It wasn't like, oh, man, I'm next to Floyd Mayweather. It was, damn, nigga, I want to try to get everything this nigga got. But that's just from where I'm from. That's just my mentality when it came so down you to, to book, you, you had to book, You tried to book him mentally. No, nah, I ain't trying to book him. But 
I said mentally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mentally. Yeah, yeah, mentally, yeah, yeah, I tried yeah, yeah. to book him like, nigga, I need everything you got, yeah, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think he used to always feel that energy. Cause so, like, even after I turned pro, and I'm, and that shit going a hundred miles an hour, and at the same time, I'm in the industry too. I'm not one of these fighters that fight and go home. Y'all just see on TV. Mm-hmm. Y'all see me with Dame. Y'all see me with Jay. Y'all see me on uh. You know, at the time it was Hip Hop Weekly. I'm on that shit. I'm at every Super Bowl event, uh, 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 you know, all-star situation. You know what I mean? Just me fucking with, you know, Mellow, Braun. Like I said, I know all these niggas. You know, Puff, you know, Chris and Herb. I known all of them as I was, you know what I mean, coming up in the pros because I was right in New York. I'm right in the mix of all the shit. And it's like, for him, he just, he seen it. But it was always like, man, you know, the kid, I mean, I see him, but he ain't, you know, he ain't me. You know what I'm saying? But even though he seen me coming, and he used to hate the fact of just seeing all these other celebrities that he knew, you know, fucking with me like that at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't understand that. I'm like, bro, like, you are who you are, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I'm trying to make my own lane. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, well, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, and I gotta, excuse me, forgive me. So now you speaking from a Haitian perspective, like spiritual. I'm not speaking about that. Are you speaking for where is the hardcore facts that you can say, yo, flip, this is what he did to try to. I got too, I got too many stories, me, to be give honest. Me give me one. I got two. It don't matter if it's, listen, I don't want to be on here feeling like I'm hating on nobody because that's not oh, the case. I, this is just, you asking me a question. Fact, I, but that's just my, this is my personality. I don't think you're hating, but I'm just trying to. At all. Me. My personality is like this. Okay. My personality is to question everything. Yeah. I'm just because when, when 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 we when something like that happens, right? Yeah. I'm thinking it's either somebody put you on or yeah. you hear it or you oh, see I, it. Oh yeah, a lot of motherfuckers just put me on. Oh really? Wow. All okay. the time. Okay. All the time. It don't matter if I'm with a damn if I'm with a damn female and damn you know I'm fucking up. I'm fucking with a female and she get a call like she get a call from the nigga. I'm seeing it. <laughs> I like this guy. That type shit. Like, I'm seeing it. You know what I mean? That type shit. Like, you saw that with your own eyes. I've seen it with my own eyes. Plenty of times. This situation with different motherfuckers. See with my own eyes. And sometimes, you know, tomorrow, it's a bitch that I know that he's seen me in the club with type shit. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. Like, that type shit. That sounds kind of crazy. And it's like, me with them and look at this nigga calling me. I'm like, go ahead, man. Answer the phone. Do what you do. Oh, this nigga ain't trying to, you know, he tried to offer me. Uh, uh, you want to come down to Miami with him? I'm like, go ahead, go, man. Do your thing. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go. I'm like, man, just go do your thing. Have a good time. Oh, the nigga tried to give me. The nigga say he want to give me 15 grand just to come down and just hang out. Just like go get your money, go have a good time. So, shit like that. So, like, oh, wait, look, wait, wait. did you listen. say go all the time? Did you say go because he's a pride? No, you didn't want to give it because he took your Bro. joint. Let's talk about it, nigga. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's did not. He no, take your bitch. It's not no take my joint. Did you he take to pay. your bitch? First off, none of them is mine. These just motherfuckers that I just meet in the club that night. You know what I'm saying, motherfuckers? I meet in the club that night. Or motherfuckers that I meet. You know what I mean? Week before at a party or some shit. None of them ain't never belong to me. But when you say go ahead, just go. Is that oh, I'll be dead ass. No, I'll be dead ass. Oh, so you dead serious? I'll be dead that ass. The and, at, and at the same time, I'll be wanting to see what they going to do. So, mm-hmm. who? keep it real. How many of them went? Nah, I ain't had not one go. 
And that's my right hand of God. He'll call, would he say anything about you on the phone? He's had situations like that. You know what I mean? I've had them, you know, homegirl called me. You know what I mean? Hey, I ran into, I ran into, uh, uh, you know, old boy last night at the club. I'm like, who? Floyd. I'm like, okay, that's what's up. Man, he spazzed out on me. I'm like, why? What's going on? He invited me and my girls in the section. And then, you know, I tell him, oh, I know another boxer, you know, Andre Berto. And he spazzed on me. Don't be talking about no other boxer around me. What the fuck wrong with you making hot? Fuck up my section. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, really? I'm like, well, I'm used to that type of shit. I mean, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like, but the thing is, like, when we see each other, but it, I know you like this guy. Stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know he can't smooth, but chill. We got to get that to the bottom. Yeah, yeah he trying I'm to waiting, kill. I'm, I'm trying to, yeah. I'm, you know what I mean? At the same time, like, <laughs> the way I see it is, bro, like, the way I see this shit, to be honest, like, I never take this shit serious. I see this shit low key as a sport, too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you fuck with the bitches, if you feel some type way, or, or if I'm with a bitch, or that, I don't care nothing about none of them. You said we he had, he had dudes call your phone. Yeah, he had one time had a situation happen. He had a situation happen, and I believe that this is this is what I believe, in which I I really know that I think I believe that's when that's why that that fight happened with me and him. Okay. And this exclusive it? shit, I ain't tell nobody this right here yet. I, I mean, I'm Queen's Flip. Uh, can you tell me about it? Now, we had a situation where, you know what I'm saying, his, um, uh, uh, what's her name, Miss Jackson, which I've known her for a nice little bit. Yeah, you know, her name is Chanel. She from, yeah, she from Florida. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The what's the name that he was supposed to uh, marry or his fiance, whatever the case may be. You know, I heard about them breaking up or whatever the case. And I'm in L.A., I live in L.A., then I used to throw parties in LA all the time. So, you know, she popped up at one of the parties. You know what I mean? And 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 this is fresh off of like the like they break up. When he was getting ready to fight Kodo. Actually, he was getting ready to fight Kodo. And, you know, from what I'm hearing, he going crazy. He looking for her. You know what I'm saying? And she she ducking and dodging because he got everybody on the streets looking for her. So she popped up at my crib. You know, of course I got a little party. She come see me. What's up? What's going on? You know, so she's telling me about the situation. I'm like, okay, bet. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know. Your story sounds like it ends crazy. No, I'm saying it crazy. Like I say, that's it's my like girl, some... man. No, that's my girl. Like, I fuck with her. Like, she just came through just okay, to okay. Just, just come through, say what's happening. You know, because she was finally free, pretty much. And then she, you know what I mean? Like, the party do what it do, and yeah, everybody leave, go home. I had a homegirl call me. My homegirl called me like, Hey, this nigga just called me, and he gonna pay me like five, you know, five racks to call you, just to hear about, you know, what's going on because the old girl was over here at the house. I was like, really? He said, yeah. I'm like, fuck it, get your money. Yeah, go ahead, call me. You know what I'm saying? So he called me. So she called me back, and I hear these niggas in the background. First off, that type of shit. So, you know, she asking me questions about the shit. I'm talking crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Ah, she said she ain't want that nigga. Ah, yeah, she said da 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 I'm talking crazy, but I hear, I can low-key hear this nigga in the background, B. So after that situation, after that, after that, uh, after that conversation, 
I already knew from then, like, he was, that nigga just made it a point that, okay, man, this nigga need to get it in. And then probably, um, probably a little bit after that, he had to fight with Pacquiao. We all go, we all go to the fight and shit. I'm walking around the casino after the fight. My man Rodney Jerkins walked up to me. He said, bro, I just left Floyd House. This is right after the fight. I just left Floyd House. Only thing he kept saying is, I'm fighting Berto next. I got to get this nigga Berto. I said, what? I said, nigga, the fight, the, the fight just finished 30 minutes ago. Like, the only thing he kept saying around the house, he want to fight you next. Fuck this shit come from just out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck going on? This is the biggest fight of his career. Nigga on cloud nine. He need to be thinking about going on vacation somewhere. Ever since then, I knew what it was. And then right after that, bro, you know, I was in training camp getting ready for another fight to fight somebody else. And then I got the call. Hey, man, I know you're in the middle of camp, but you probably need to stop because I think this fight going to happen. I was like, what fight? No, Floyd's ain't want to do it. I'm like, but I'm getting ready to fight it like in five weeks. Yeah. But, you know, hey, you know, he said he want to make you. So it don't matter if you got to fight yourself or not. That shit getting cut ASAP. He don't want to hear nothing else. What happened with Jimmy Jackson? Nothing. That's my partner. That's the homie, man. There he go. He trying to start some shit. Nothing. No, 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 no. Nothing. Did you, say, did you try to make it seem like on the phone that something happened? No. Is she, oh, no. So I didn't say nothing. Corny, that. I didn't try. That nigga said that's corny. Ain't no more closet. Ah. No. There's no more closet. Wacko, what I'm supposed to do? Wacko. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. The story, the way he tells the story. Wacko. Wacko, they trying to make it. Wacko, what they doing? <laughs> it's, it's something he's not telling us. The way he said that story, the, the listen, story, it was listen. You know, I now I felt some type of way that he, yeah, you know I mean, he let the girl call me to talk did like you that. You make it seem like you rejected this stuff. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I just, I just said that she, you know. Did she spend the night at the crib? No, she did. So she left with everybody else. Everybody else. She is respectful. Don't wipe your nose. Every time, every time you get nervous, you start to wipe your nose. No, nerves. she didn't. No. No, I wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't do it. No, no, no. Don't scratch the back of your head. No, no, no. I wouldn't do it like that. She didn't do nothing. She Child came and kicked it. So I she was seen solid. Her. She was solid. She but could. you did have a conversation with her about the situation. She did talk to you. Yeah, it was It was like. Okay, because y'all was friends. Yeah, because like I said, we known each other for a while. Oh, see, so I, I already, stayed on that conversation for a little bit and went on the other stuff, correct? What you mean? What you mean what I mean? What you mean? <laughs> oh, what? It was nothing crazy, right? You was... used Miss Jackson. I didn't use nobody for nothing. Yes, you did. He said a solidified fight. I didn't do nothing. He knew my. You bro. knew what you was doing. This thing is crazy. You, I didn't you, do nothing. you should be ashamed you know what it was? Though? I didn't do nothing. That nigga was just mad. She was at my house. He was getting mm. ready for that damn fight. That was it. That nigga just got mad because every other type of situation, any type of other situation, even before then, we used to keep crossing paths over some type of bullshit. I don't know if he thought I was trying to, you know, try some other slick and, you know what I mean, try some other shit and try to, you know what I mean, come up on him again or something. What you shit. mean, come up on him again? No, I'm just saying. 
Hold on. It was the saying, first time like, you came up on him. I mean, yeah, I'm, not, no, I'm just saying, we used to just always cross paths when it comes to Did you ever have an argument before in public? No, I never. We ain't never. I mean, I would never argue about no female like that. Yeah, never had argue. But there's a couple of times it was over some female. No, we ain't never really had no issues. No, we never had no, no, no upfront personal Got issues. It. it was if he had. A, I mean, if he had an issue with a female, he would never let me know it. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. If I had a, if I had an issue about. You know what I mean? Anything with a female. I ain't gonna let no nigga know what you know, what situation I'm handling with the you know, with the female. So nah, man. Nothing like that. That was that's kinda So 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 you think that so you think that he fought you you feel like yo, know, he fought you because she was she was just at your house trying to be respectful. I think, I think he fought me, you know, for I mean I think that's one of the big reasons for sure. Because I don't know if he felt like he was disrespected. I don't I mean, because, like, during the situation, I know that he, you know, that shit hurt him at the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was really going through it. You know, I mean, I don't know. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you, do you feel bad a little bit? Let me, let me ask you. I feel bad about what? You get, it's, you get, it's feel bad about what? That's his girl, man. What it got to do with me? Exactly. So why? I ain't what, got what, nothing to do with nothing. What about the bro code, man? Why you tell him to This house? nigga got a hundred bitches. They broke up. He said, "Yeah, yeah, they broke up. This nigga got a hundred. They just broke up. He said, this nigga got a hundred bitches. What they got? That's not your business. I didn't do nothing to about nothing. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I didn't tell her to walk through that door. She chilling. She free. Yeah, I didn't do nothing. Why you saying she free? Why you saying like that? She was. I ain't like they broke up. Why you saying that? Why you saying that? She was. Nigga, like they broke up. She was done. You invited her to the party? I didn't. I didn't know what was going on." I didn't know what <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I ain't that's that's no, the key thing right there. Yeah. If, if, if you knew she just broke up with her and you invited her to the party, then that's that's, that's a good. different situation. Yeah, that's I didn't know what was going okay. on. I was surprised to see him pop up. You mm. know what I'm saying? Be, but but she still stayed a little bit and talked to you. She tried to stay to relax and chill. You know what I'm saying? She just was happy to be free <laughs> from the situation. Free <laughs> from the situation. You understand me? That was it. <laughs> she was having to be free from the situation. <laughs> she tried to let her hair down, boy. Yo. Listen. I'm going to give it. I don't like that, bro. Why you don't? What if that would have happened to you? What you mean? And one of your baby mamas or, or, or girl. What, what if that would have happened? How would well, you That wasn't his baby mama. I mean, I don't. I mean, listen. Me, I'm different in that sense, too. It's like, listen. If I'm with somebody and she. Voluntarily want to go talk to another nigga. What I mean, what am I supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? I'm finna compete. I mean, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, that's what she chose to do. If she choosing that, what the fuck, I want to fight. I want to go crazy for what? She choosing that? I ain't gonna go fight that man for for what? I'm saying, I ain't gonna be upset about him for nothing. If she's choosing to do that, any type of female. So yeah, if he what's name like, even if it was my situation. Nah, man, I just, I just have to cut off. How did you feel about the fight against him? How you felt you did? The fight against Floyd, it was, it was, it was, you know, me, myself, I was ready to go to war. I was in crazy shape. You know what I mean? But, you know, Floyd going to do what he going to do. He going to talk that shit like he going to go in there and try to knock you out. And then, you know, you know what I mean? When he seen that I was there for business, you know, he, he do what he do. Move, shake, you know what I'm saying? Dipping and dodging. And all that type of shit. And, the, and to be honest, I just said this shit on another podcast last week. To be honest, 
that's probably one of my easiest fights in the way of not not feeling like I was in a fight. You know what I'm saying? Of mm. course, he's very great defensively, but I really walked out of that fight feeling like I just went for a jog. It was like that. Mm. You say he don't hit hard either. I nah, heard I heard another interview say he, don't, he doesn't really hit hard. No, nah, he don't hit hard. You know, but at the same time, like I said, he's very defensive. I got to give him that. You know what I mean? Like He's one of the best in that sense. But it got to a point that that I'm in the ring and I'm I'm throwing punches you know what I'm saying? I'm moving out of punches. I'm going back to the fucking, you know what I mean, to the corner. Like, damn, like, did he hit me or did I hit him? Like, you know, was, I think it was like that type of deal. And I was coming. If you see the fight, I was getting in shape just come at him all night. And that's just what it was. I was chasing him all night. I was in his face all night. You know what I mean? He doing his dipping and dodging. Did y'all speak after the fight? Yeah, we was talking during the fight. He'll grab me. Damn, you really came to fight, didn't you? <laughs> Damn, nigga, you know, you know what I mean. We was talking during the fight. Like I said, I've known this dude since I've been like sixteen, bro. So what's the crazy thing he said to you in the fight? I ain't no talking shit. You know he be talking this shit. You know what I'm saying? He talking a lot of shit. But I was right back at him. Yeah, nigga, you gonna keep running all night? That's what we doing. Shut up, shut up. You know what I mean? That's, him. That's how he do it. But you know, I mean, at that point, man, you don't get to a point when guys like that are done reach a certain point in their career. You know, motherfuckers don't really want that physical action like that, especially with him. He's so he's so smart and very defensive. And going into the fight, you know, I already got to put in my mind, like, all right, well, listen, I'm, I got to deal with this fucking atmosphere that he bringing this big-ass circus. I got to deal with the fact that he got the motherfucking judges in his pocket. I got to I gotta deal with the fact he got a referee in his pocket. <clears throat> And, and, you know what I'm saying, I got to be here to try to knock him out. That's the only way you're going to do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, and at the same time, you're dealing with somebody got so much experience. You know what I mean? Just him moving around that ring, I mean, shit, it was almost like he was like he was sleepwalking. Like he can just do it in his sleep. Like he knows every area of that ring. He knows how to move all the way through it. He knows how to go behind the referee to clinch. Yeah, I mean, he knows so many different tactics. I mean, just me sitting down in the corner, I see him listening to his daddy, but he keep looking over, looking over, looking at me. You know I mean, just to see if I'm breathing hard or, or shit like that. He's just very, he's very, very observant. Hmm. All through the fight, looking up at the clock. He'll stand in front of you, look up at the clock, look up at the clock. Like he knows when he needs to hit you, when he needs to get his two or three, four little points and get out of there. You know what I'm saying? But for guys like us, we think, you know, we think offensive first. We're going to go and get it. For him, it's do enough to get out of that round and win and be very defensive and be very smart. You know what I mean? So, so it's different for sure. Different situation. What's your, um, your whole mindset before the fight now? Like, this person you've known since you were young. This yeah. is This is Floyd. This is yeah. Money Mayweather. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This, this is that guy that you, yeah. you know. Uh, Looked up to probably as a kid, and now you're in a ring with him. Like before the fight, like which are you nervous? Are you are you knowing you're gonna win the fight? Are, are you you know thinking he's gonna win? Like what's your yeah, mindset I before mean, the fight? Yeah, I mean, you know, my thing is, you know, of course you got to go into a fight like that. He's very confident, you know what I mean. But the, but the thing with me is, is is of course I train my body to be in the 
is to be in the best shape possible. But to fight somebody like him, you got to be able to try to prepare yourself so much mentally because, yeah, it is Floyd Mayweather. He is a great fighter, but I've been watching him for so long, so I know his punch patterns. I know which I know which shots that he likes to throw. I know if I throw a jab, he's going to pull off of him and throw the right hand. I know he likes to you know, jab up top and jab to the body before he tries to throw any other shots. He never really throws any, like, combinations. You know what I mean? But it's just the fact of really just trying to prepare yourself mentally for the atmosphere that he brings to because he, you know, he comes with that circus. If it's if it's just a lot of people in the arena or if it's his bodyguards, you know, walking around, his homies walking around, popping the shit. If it's this, if it's that, if it's people yelling in the ring, you got to get ready for that atmosphere, you know what I mean, as well. Mm-hmm. And so just really during the training camp, I already knew I was going to be in hella shape, but it was me mentally getting myself together. Like, all right, cool, it don't matter what this atmosphere looks like. It doesn't matter what happens. It's going to go like this. Every second, every round, I'm going to be in his face. Mm. I'm going to be in his face. I'm not going to let none of this shit distract me. I'm going to be in his face every second of every round. He got to feel me. You know what I mean? Pause. He got to feel me every second of every round and knowing that I'm here. And if he slip up, I'm going to catch his ass. I'm going to clip him. You know what I mean? That's just what it was. Mm. Um. So you, you had a... Jack O. Yeah, Jack. Jack. Yeah. You out of there, snowing and shit all over yeah, the camera. Man. <laughs> Come yeah. on, man. On the shit, you go in the hallway, man. Look at his face, man. You, shit, you, gotta, you gotta go out there, man. Yeah, it's that nigga. It's, yeah, yeah, it's in the mics, yeah, man. Yeah, Brooklyn nigga. Yeah. Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn, B. Hey, yo, so. Tell us. Your career changed at the loss to Victor Ortiz. Oh, yeah. Tell us what that did. Like, bring us to that whole. I need to know that whole moment. I got, got something yeah. else I, I read too. I'm gonna get at you. Yeah. Right there, but before <laughs> I do that, let's, let's talk about Victor Ortiz. Yeah. What happened? And you giving him the actual credit, like your flip. Yeah. He was the better man, flip. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was at a point in my career. That I was. I was just. I was just the hottest. I was. Just, I was just the hottest young nigga out at the time. You know, the only thing you kept hearing is me fighting Floyd. I was going to be Floyd's successor. I was going to be the next this, next that. And me and him were going to be fighting next. And I fought one fight. I knocked this kid out. And I'm thinking that me and him were going to fight next. And then um, and Floyd and his team, they throw Victor Ortiz in front of me. You know, I didn't know who he was. I didn't care to know who he was. You know, I was upset. You know what I mean? I didn't want to fight the kid. I just wanted to have that Floyd fight. And at the time, I'm in Atlanta, living in Atlanta, right in the mix of all the shit. You know what I'm saying? Having a good time. And I'm upset that the fight got made. So I don't come to camp until probably four weeks before the fight. You know what I'm saying? I'm out partying, doing what I do. I come to camp four weeks out. You know, you know, just being arrogant, just a lot of ego. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I mean? I train, of course, half-ass, four weeks. And... Um, and for this kid, it's the biggest opportunity in his life. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I show up at the fight. And that's the first time, to be honest, it's the first time me going to a fight that I was nervous. Because I knew I didn't prepare like I was supposed to. You know what I mean? Even though I thought that, okay, you know, I mean, I know me. And, you know, once I start getting in the mix, you know what I mean? I'm too fast. I'm too strong. I'm end up clipping them. I'm end up, you know, probably putting them out. So I get to the fight, 
And, and you know, I'm getting ready to walk out, you know, to the ring. Already a little bit nervous because, you know what I mean, they put a lot of, um, you know, like I said, at this point, like I started to get a lot of, you know, promotion and just notoriety. All the lights was on me. I remember we fought right in Connecticut. I walk out to the ring. I look to my right. I see Floyd. I see 50. I see all the HBO executives. Oh, hey, man. I'm like, what the fuck they doing here? I'm still looking at me. I mean, I hop in the ring. I see this kid, man. He bounced on the other side of the ring. Looked like a fucking wild dog. Ready to get it. My fucking heart was just like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. Like, damn, this nigga ready. And I know I was on the bullshit. And that's just what it was, man. He came to fight, and he came. Shit, he was in that bitch dog. And as you can see from the fight, man, I just was getting tired throughout the fight. Yes, you yeah. know what I mean? Even though I clipped him a few times, that I think the second time I knocked him down, I don't even know how he got up from that shit. The second time I knocked him down. But, um, you know what I'm saying? I ended up, yeah, I mean, he was just a better man that night. And, 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 and you know, um, I think that was the first time that I was in a position once I – once I lost that fight was, you know what I mean, just reality shook like this. And everything that, everything at the time that I was asking for, when it comes to the attention from from fans and from celebrities, wanting them to know who I was and wanting them to know that I was just that next guy, I wanted to hide away from all of it. Mm. And I mean, all those eyes, all that... You know what I mean? Like all those praises, I just wanted just to hide away from all of it. And you know, after that, I just feel like I just got embarrassed in front of the world. Yeah, you know, I remember walking through the airport with the fucking hoodie over my head, got my family around me. I'm thinking everybody looking at me, everybody seeing the fucking fight. And I got back home, you know, it was in the paper. Everybody was talking about it. I'm in the house. I locked myself in the house. It's on Sports Center. Because it was, I mean, at the time I didn't think so, but it was an amazing fight, of course. It was the fight of the year know for HBO and um and at the time you know I even thought about it it was it was so crazy in the sense of of just how you can feel at that point that was my first time probably in my life that that I I wanted to do anything it took to silence the noise that was my first time to ever feel like I didn't care if something happened to me at that time you contemplated suicide bro like, it was kind of to that point, man, to a point I really just felt like I just wanted all of it to stop because it was just talked about so much. It was so big of an upset. You know what I mean? I remember I, I called my cousins. I called my brother like, let's we gotta get up out of here. And we hopped on a plane. I put everybody on the plane. I flew to Bali because I wanted to go somewhere that nobody knew me. I didn't have to see no sports center. I didn't want to hear nothing. So we flew out there for like two weeks just to get away from it all, bro. And, you know, just to try to silence that shit. And, you know, just from that point on, just me coming back. And, of course, man, after that fight, it was so big for Ortiz. He ended up fighting, you know, Floyd next. But from that point, you know, it was at a point that that I really just had to kind of rebuild myself, you know, mentally. That's when I really understood that, you know, I mean, I mean, this fight game is a mental game because, you know, I, mean, I always knew how talented I was. I always knew how strong and fast I was. I always knew, 
you know what I mean, just mentally I was just stronger than everybody as well. But at that point, it felt like I didn't have that superpower I thought that I had. You understand me? So I got to, you know, so it took some time for me trying to build my confidence back up. You know what I mean? To where it needed to be, to be able to have that courage to walk back out to that ring. The same place where where I got embarrassed, you know, six, seven, you know what I mean, like eight months, you know, ago that it was a certain type of pain that I just hated. I had to walk back into that. So it was kind of, you had to go through a, a crazy process just mentally, man. And, you know, I tell a lot of fighters now, I see a lot of fighters go through it. And they have to deal with it, you know, um, if it's boxing, if it's MMA. You know what I mean? I know what they got to go through. I know that shit. A lot of motherfuckers don't come back from it. Then, yeah. I'm, my brother Danny Garcia, he, you know, he yeah. experienced something like that I as well. He, yeah, I see. Yeah, he spoke about the ring, you know what I mean? He spoke about Yeah, because it's, you know, because it's tough to a sense of, okay, same, you know what I mean? Same situation like Danny. Danny was, you know, like I said, he was flying high. And, you know, so when you take that first loss... So you take that second loss, you know, that same superpower that you feel like you had as being somewhat invincible and everybody loving you, everybody praising you, not those same fans. They're looking at you a little funny. They they thinking that you can get beat by just anybody. And, 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 and you know, uh, uh, so that responsibility feels a little bit more heavier now, too, because you've always – taking care of the family, taking care of everybody around you. Now you starting to doubt yourself if you can really continue to do this shit. You understand me? Because everybody depending on you now. But but can I still, you know, walk back in that ring and, and be the man that they always love? You know what I'm saying? After taking a loss, taking another loss, and taking this. You know what I mean? You got to, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to keep looking at yourself in the mirror. So a lot of people don't come back from that shit at all because that shit feels like a nightmare almost. When you go through it, now I want you, 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 you want to keep it real with me, right? No, oh, I want to keep it real. I don't know if you talked about this, but keep it hundred. They said that you, you, a rematch was set up with Victor Ortiz, right? Yeah. And they said that it got canceled because they said that you had steroids in your system. Yeah. Bring me through that. Bring me. Bring me. I want you to be honest. Like what? What? I'm being honest. What what but they keep it real? Like what happened? I'm being real. <laughs> no, the situation that happened, exactly the situation that happened was before I was in training camp, I went to Mexico on a vacation. And of course, you know, spent time with the family, ate whatever I wanted to eat, blase, blase. I came back, get ready to hop in training camp to fight this guy again. Cool. Me and my mind knowing Okay, we're gonna have to take random drug tests in and out. That's gonna be keeping me. I mean, they're gonna keep coming. So I'm in camp, and they do a test, and then you know, and then the whole situation stopped. I get a call from Al Hammond, like, "Listen, Bert, what's going on? Talk to me. I'm like, what you talking about?" And then they have this test saying that I had some. Um, they say I was had some traces of, and it's some old ass. It was some old ass steroids that a lot of motherfuckers don't even use no more. I'm like, the fuck are they talking about? We had to do our research, and of course, we had to talk to, you know what I mean, like Victor Conti as well, who was the drug, you know, I'm a specialist. He's asked me all these questions, asked me what I've been doing, and what's this and what's that. I said, I just went to Mexico too. He was like, okay. 
So it's a situation with a lot of, you know, athletes that go to Mexico because they pump these type of steroids and all the beef there still. Still, even like the last two, three Olympics, they tell these guys too, if you make the Olympic team, places where you cannot go and eat the food before you go out to camp because you're going to get tested. So, you know, that was a situation that happened. It was like a like a like a semi ounce trace of some type of steroid that they found in my system. And, you know, they ended up end up finding out it was from some of the beef in Mexico that I had. So that shit got canceled. And then of course, from that point, you know, people don't ask no questions. Again on Sports Center, they just say, you know, just tested positive and it was over. They just ran with that shit. What did that do to you when, when, when you? Man, you know, I mean, at that point, I mean, you know, I'm somebody that always, you know, I mean, walk with integrity and 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 just everybody, just everybody and their mama know me just for working hard and just working like a dog and and they just started, yeah, you know, everybody just started questioning that, they started questioning my hard work ethic, questioning, you know, what I mean. Like why the nigga looks so shredded up while he be fighting? Why he's so strong? Why he's so I'm like my nigga, like y'all can see fucking y'all can see fucking pictures when I was in high school, nigga. Like it's just my genetics. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so you just start getting questioned for a whole bunch of bullshit at that time. You know, so I dealt with that for a couple of years, you know, actually. I dealt with that for a couple of years after that. But now, you know. It is what it is. Did, did, what, did that? Did that? Did it? What am I asking? Did it? Did it hurt you mentally? Like that one? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, because like I said, I always was somebody that was just heavy on just integrity and hard work. That's where I grew up. Respect. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what, you know. I mean, all that drug shit was like we, you know. What I mean, we barely drunk the fucking protein shakes. You know what I'm saying? It was just hard work for us all the time. I didn't know what the shit was. I didn't know where to get the shit. You know what I'm saying? So, so it was. Uh, I mean, it definitely hurt me because, you know, it got to a point that even just family, friends were questioning, like, damn, like, when you see you around town for a while, like, you know, this type of shit that you're doing now, I'm just like, come on, bro. So, you know, just um, shit was embarrassing, and we, at the same time, just to not just to me, just for my family too. You know what I'm saying? So, I understand. Just had to work my way about that shit. You hate you, you did that shit proud, man. I can see it. You ain't like that. Like, <laughs> I ain't like that shit at all. Oh, Nobody asked no questions? They didn't yeah, ask you shit? Yeah, they did. My, shit, my pops all of them. No, but I mean like the the, the, the the news and nobody asked you anything. They didn't, you didn't. Yeah, they asked me. Of course, I mean, you know, after the shit went down, I had to kind of, you know, I'm going to lay low for a little bit. And then once I got back out, I mean, of course, you know, media asked, you know, all those type of questions. You know what I mean? So. And it was the beef. Pause. The beef. <laughs> Respect. Okay. It was a beef. And if they do their research, they see a lot of motherfuckers get popped for that beef in Mexico. That sounds crazy. It's crazy. It's wild, man. It's crazy. Even if you look this shit up now, like, you'll see it. It's crazy. So, like, even now when I go to Mexico, when I was fighting and shit, like, you know what I mean? After that, I mean, anytime I go there, I never eat the beef. I always just eat chicken, shrimp, and all that shit. Never after that. Hmm. Yo, who was the toughest fight that, that you ever had, in your opinion? Um, my tough people all the time. My toughest fight was probably um, this kid named David Estrada. Mm. And that was probably my first, like, real, like, introduction to the pro game. 
You understand? It was um. That was it, HBO for yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big showcase on HBO. Um, you know, and and they put me in there with somebody that just that was a dog. He didn't give a fuck that they was trying to showcase me. This mm. this you know. This new, you know what I mean, like this new hot star, he ain't give a fuck about none of that. That bell rung, he he ran straight over there to start digging. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That was the first time I was like, I'm going back to the corner. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this motherfucker trying to embarrass me in front of everybody. Like, and his shit was, his shit was heavy. You know what I mean? Like, that was the first fight where I really had to dig within myself when he was hitting me. Like, really thinking to myself, like, Okay, it's either I gotta, either I'm gonna fold or I need to, or I need to fucking buckle down and try to break this man because he wasn't trying to, mm-hmm. man, he wasn't trying to stop at all. He was really trying to take that shine that night. And then, you know, like I said, my first fight, man, after I knocked him out, like it took, like I literally had to beat him up for 11 rounds and I'm knocking him out in 11. But he was there every second, every round. That was the first fight I left the ring. I went to the dressing room. You know, of course, body hurting, but be able to look in the mirror and see my face didn't look like my face. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Shit swelled up, shit looking like this. What's his name again? His name was David Estrada. And my first time seeing that shit and going into the the bathroom to piss, that shit looked like cranberry juice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Coming out. And from all the body shots, he hit me with like my kidneys. You know what I mean, and it was, and oh, it, hey, I saw this, yeah. and that was like my true introduction to, to the pro game, bro. Like, like mm-hmm. after that fight, I had at the party. I didn't even go. I stayed, and I soaked in the tub all night. He was a tough one. Yeah, that was like, yeah, yeah that was nigga. That was, I mean, I mean, like, they, like I said, they knew me for having speed and power. Cracking, I'm hitting this man with everything. He wasn't going nowhere. He took my shit and just kept coming. Come back with shit, bop, 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 and felt like he had bricks in his hand. Mm. I was feeling everything. I was feeling it all. That shit was crazy. I'm looking at it. Damn. Yeah, what's going on? He was trying to get me. He's trying to get you, he got him. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck about that shit. He was trying to get me a Was he it. supposed to be a walkthrough? Nah, I mean, he was supposed to be a test. That motherfucker came to test me for sure. <laughs> Damn, he tried to get me up out of there, man. So, so after after you know, um, what did the Sean Porter loss do to you? You know the uh, Sean Porter situation. I was, um, I don't know. I think I was at a point uh, during that fight. Shit, I almost retired after that fight, to be honest. And I didn't even tell people that shit. You know, because it got to a point that, okay, I've been doing this shit for a good amount of years now. And, 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 and you know, if you've seen the fight, it was, it was a, like I say, it was an ugly fight. You know what I mean, anybody that fights Sean is going to be an ugly fight. But, but I took, you know, I mean, it was one of the first fights I had, like, a real concussion during that fight. I took a lot of headbutts. You know what I'm saying? Cut me open with headbutts. And the referee just ain't say shit. So it was just like, it was just so frustrating because I kept getting headbutted all through the fight. And he just kept coming. Man, have no power. He just had a lot of energy. just kept coming. And just, he, he's so short. He was just, I'm talking about just clashing my head. He ain't give a fuck. 
Shit, he was cut open from the headbutts, but he ain't give a fuck. And at that point, I'm just like, yo, this shit's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this shit feels crazy. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Just like I said, just even after that fight, I almost, I almost thought about just hanging it up after that fight. Are the headbutts intentional, you think? I mean, I think a lot of that shit was. I mean, at the same time, that's how he fights at the same time, too. Um, you know, but it was just too, it was too continuous for it not to to be intentional. And you see everybody in the arena just yelling about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when I kind of stumbled up, it was from a head, but him just coming to me. You know what I mean? He didn't punch me to try to get the referee to jump. It was just a lot of head butts, bro. And it was, that shit was some bullshit. It was felt like I was in an MMA fight. I should have need him. Should have hit his ass with the elbow. Yeah, so, man, you do got a lot of headbutts. Yeah, you got a lot of cuts in your face. Yeah, man. So, so he, so, what do they do in a situation like that? They, there's nothing to do. They just have to respect. There's really too it. much to do, man. I mean, shit, it's, 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 if the referee ain't calling it, and that's what makes it, you know what I'm saying, just real, you know, frustrating. If the referee ain't calling it, there ain't really too much they can do about it. So when yeah. you, by the ninth round, when yeah. the referee stopped it, that yeah. was from not a headbutt, though, was it? Yeah, no, it came through as a headbutt first, and then he just started punching. And I was still affected by the headbutt. So I'm just trying to put my hands up, just trying to get my equilibrium together. You know what I'm saying? Because I just got hit with another headbutt, and then it just shook me up real bad you know, to a point that I just knew I had a concussion afterwards. What do they say about headbutts in boxing? It's illegal, correct? Of course, you ain't supposed to do it. But you know, a lot of guys they just fight so, so fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like they at the referee don't catch it. They just keep that shit rocking. When you watched it back, how upset you got? You know the crazy thing with me, man. When it comes to a lot of fights, I don't like watching them shits. Like certain fights, like even certain fights where I, you know, I mean that I won or I dominated. If I feel like I didn't. Perform like I know how to perform. I don't watch it. It's crazy. I'm a very big critic just on myself, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'll fight a fight, and unless that shit look motherfucking pristine, maybe I'll watch it. If it ain't, I'm just like, ah, uh, I'll chalk that shit up. Nice question about it. Did, did, did he did he hit hard? Nah, he didn't. Man, he That's the crazy thing about it. But the headbutt was hard. Pause. Oh, for sure. <laughs> nigga, football nigga. Football nigga, man. You know, no? I got you. Ask AB. Shit, AB know about it. Yeah, I see. I just see that AB joint. Yeah, AB push. Okay. But they don't say nothing. They don't take points or none of that for that. Like I say, man. Is it, like, isn't that why Tyson got mad at um? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like I said, sometimes like I said, those situations is is like even like through the fight, I'm just talking to the referee. Like, come on, like what's going on? And, He's just like, keep going. He'll run and fucking get up on me again with the shit. So it got to a point I was just like, man, shit's crazy. They just cutting me up. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fight game, man. The fight game. <laughs> shit crazy. Was there ever a plan B for you uh, outside of boxing? What now? Was there ever a plan B that for um, if, if boxing didn't work out for you? Or did you have anything else on the side you wanted to do besides boxing? You know, I've always been, um, I mean, of course, everybody that knows me, in, I mean, in boxing, 
and outside of boxing. They've always known I just had my hands in just different shit, man. I've always been, I've always, yeah, I've always had the entrepreneurial, you know, mindset mm. all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dame always messed me about it. You know what I mean? I've always tested out a lot of different things. You know, I've always brought a lot of big brands that had never been in the boxing into the fight game. You know, when it comes to sponsors and shit like that. Um... And I've always, you know, been like a heavy investor outside of the game. You know, when it comes to real estate, when it comes to, um, you know, I mean, like other TV show concepts that I've created. Um, you know, I've always known that, that you know what I mean, like boxing is just going to be just another platform for me to do something else dope. You know what I mean? So, like, even now, like, you go through my Instagram and shit, you see me just, you know, speaking at a lot of, you know what I mean, just a lot of, I mean, like, big events on you know, a lot of, uh, you know, big stages, too. You know, when it comes to, you know, guys, just athletes being able to make that transition. Because a lot of them can't. You know, it's, you know, it's impossible for a lot of guys because we've been doing this shit all our life. Mm. You know, but I hate the fact that, you know, a lot of athletes feel like once this part of your life is over, motherfuckers hang up everything. You know what I'm saying? A lot of top, you know, athletes, football, basketball, you know, I say boxing in general, once their career's over, shit, you hardly see these niggas. They just fucking, they get fat, look crazy, and they just hide in the house. <laughs> yeah. Just talk about, you know what I'm saying, the old days type shit. But, but just me, man, I always just feel like there's a lot of just different levels of life. If it's me in amateurs and me going to the peak of that and me turning pro and me going to the peak of that, becoming a world champion and fighting on the top level and and that next level, we got to fucking keep taking that shit up to a whole nother level on the next level, too. So mm. so I'm looking forward to um, once I officially retire, I ain't officially retired yet, but but um, we're just really trying to dominate something else that a lot of my my peers can sit back and be like, damn, like, you see this other shit this nigga doing now? So, right, right. So that's what I'm on. Well, so you know... You didn't officially retire yet, so no, I didn't. So that means it's, it's still I'm open season right now. It's still open season. Man. I took a nice little break. You know what I'm saying? You know, folks be getting at me. They think I retired because I ain't fighting about I don't know two, three years. I don't have my kids and shit, so I've been trying to chill. How many kids you got? I got two now. I nice. got two kids, and and uh, you know, I've been trying to. You know, I got a lot of other businesses going on outside the ring as well too that I just kind of just been nourishing. But but I still been getting calls. You know what I mean? Like me and Al Heyman talk every day. Fucking Showtime call me on a regular basis. So, you know, like for me, it has to be the right situation for me to come back. I may, that's just if I come back, like I tell them. So maybe come back for one more. We'll see. Let me ask you a question. What up? Floyd Mayweather said his toughest fight was Emmanuel Augustus. What do you, yes. what do you think about Emmanuel <laughs> Augustus? Emmanuel Augustus was a beast, man. Emmanuel Augustus was a beast because he... Was the type of nigga that he had like thirty some losses, <laughs> but he'll beat your ass. Like he, that nigga was different, man. He was real awkward. He was real awkward. He'll fight you crazy, but he one of them niggas that just ain't care. But he's always been in shape, and he'll always. I'm sorry, he was a dog. He's real awkward, and he'll just come to fight like a motherfucker. But like I say, he got like thirty some losses, man. He just a rough, rugged. Rough, rugged, you know what I'm saying? Like rough, rugged fighter, man, to just come in there and go to work. And I think do you, I remember do you saying think that, that, they, they, that they, 
a lot of times they say he lost it because of all the dancing and yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like he ain't care. Like he was almost like a nigga that did like did coke or some shit before he got that. I mean, before he got in the ring, like for real, like he did some shit. <laughs> Cause he'll go on that bitch. Serious, like he'll go on that bitch and just be playing around, but beating your ass at the same time, dance around, pop, 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 <laughs> like, like to do dumb shit. He do dumb shit, but he was a good fighter. Like the nigga can really fight his ass off, bro. It's crazy. So you would believe when Floyd say that? Would you believe that it'll be that was his, one of his toughest fight? Yeah, I think him. Of course, Cotto was probably one of his toughest too. Um, uh. Castillo is definitely one of his toughest. Uh, yeah, I think those three probably his top three that I think was probably like his toughest, toughest. That it could have probably went either way. You know what I'm saying? He fought Castillo. It could have went either way. How do you think Cotto did against him? Now, Cotto did great. I think Cotto did great against him. You know, he was stressed. You know what I'm saying? He was just looking for Mr. Jackson. He was stressed. You know what I'm saying? She was, she was different. Are you bringing that Miss Jackson? Because <laughs> that's the fight that he was in camp for when that shit was happening. He was stressed, man. I don't like that. He said, I don't, I don't like, like that. that. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> Why you don't like that? All right, man, I'm going to listen, man. What, what, what's next for my brother, Andre Berto? Man, we got a lot of shit going on, man. Trying to make sure all the young fighters stand on point, too, man. Shout out to my nigga, AB. We're going to try to make sure to keep his head on straight. You know what I'm saying? And... Like I say, man, we got a lot of great things coming, man. Um, you know, outside the ring, um, a lot of great ventures. And I think, um, you know, maybe coming back for one more. We'll see. So you don't, think, you don't think Maidana did good against him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Maidana did really good, too. Oh, I forgot about Maidana. Maidana did good against him, too. Maidana did good. But he always come back. I don't like what you said earlier. Like, he got the, the reps and judges in his pocket. I don't like that, but. Hey, he said he don't like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna what that you slide. want me to say? I'm like, you can't. Listen, bro. The thing is with dude, dude is a, he a legend. He's, the nigga has put himself in a position of power in the game because, you know what I'm saying? He worked his way to get there. You know what I'm saying? You know, to a point that he's a big power in the game, period. So he really can do whatever the fuck he want to do. He can do whatever he want to do. And so, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, when you fighting Floyd, it is the Floyd Mayweather show. And, mm. and you know, and they're giving you an opportunity to make history if you can, period. You know what I'm saying? So if I say that, oh, man, he got the judge in his pocket, that's really just me just saying – Listen, this is his show. And if you don't come in that motherfucker to and knock his ass out or to really beat him up, it's a no go. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But like I said, he got a chance. He built himself to be in that position. You know what I'm saying? So, so All right. Is. Man, this nigga Flip got me sound like a hater on this thing. No, 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 see, no, you no, see no, that, Jack? No, 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 Jack, no, no. this nigga got me feel sound like I'm think, a no, hater no, on I, this. I don't think I don't think you hate. I mean, my style. That's my style of interview, and I definitely like he to. Got me, no, I don't think you a hater at all, no, man. No, 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 I, I, ain't think no hate. I ain't got no reason to hate. For I don't think, but it, it, it is funny to I just probably like about the me. about the Miss Jackson situation because I want to know that shit. That's funny. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm gonna do some more research on you because I gotta watch you. You're a slick guy. Why? How am I slick? 
You slick. You try to take niggas' girls. Uh, <laughs> and they see all that. That nigga see. That nigga see the bras on Instagram. Talk. You talking about I'm get the girl. The girl. The girl called you and warned you. You told her get the bag. I told her to get the bag. What's the problem? Did she give you PC. She ain't got to. <laughs> you know what I mean? On my endless. You don't like a joke. That's a for me. That's what it was. <laughs> no, I'm uh, Listen, bro. If he calling, pull the mic up. I ain't finna get. If he calling, <laughs> if he calling, <laughs> I ain't finna stop you from getting the bag because I ain't finna give you that bread. Mm. Oh, so we might as well go get it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you sitting over here, sitting next to me because you want to. Cause we kicking it and we finna do what we do. But if somebody, get, you know, what I mean, somebody trying to get your bag for it, go get it. I agree. I the same thing. Yeah. What you gonna do, Flip? You gonna hate? What you gonna go on that nigga for real? Oh. Uh, man, fuck that twenty thousand. Come on, see with me. That's you gonna do? Hey, do you gonna hate on? Don't you? Yeah, talk, now don't that's hating. Don't you talk to my friend like that? Yeah, I can see. I can see Flip doing that. Oh, really? 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 G. Really? I don't say it really like you that. You really gonna do that shit? You finna go? Like you finna get up and go for real? I can't even take it serious. I can't. Even. That's what you gonna do? No, never. Now I can see you doing that. I thought I hated never. You yeah, been, nah, that. that's a hater. I, I, no, I want PC. Huh? He said I want PC. Yeah. You get twenty. I want fifteen. <laughs> Listen, man. I appreciate you, man. Man, appreciate you, man. Now, last thing for me, you know, I, I gotta ask him. You know, who's your who's your top five favorite uh, boxers of all time? Uh, we got um, in no particular order. Yeah, Joe Lewis, Sugar Robinson, Ali, Marvin Hagler, Mike Tyson. Mm. Yeah, it's probably my favorite. Okay, favorite. Who, 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 who do you think got it right now? That's out. I think Tank got it right now. So who? Tank. I think Tank got Tank. it right now. Okay. Yeah, Tank, he um yeah, he different. You know he what I'm is. saying? He got that um <clears throat> I mean, he got the skill and he just got a presence about him that I mean, you know, certain shit that a lot of I mean that certain people have that you just can't you just can't you just can't buy, you just can't mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? He just got an aura about him that was so organic that people they they, you know, he has somewhat of like that Mike Tyson type of aura with him when it's time for him to fight to a sense. Of course, on a smaller, you know, scale, but, you know what I mean, for a nigga that don't talk that much and don't be, you know what I mean, he don't be everywhere, he don't be doing too much, but people show up when it's time for him to fight. Yeah, he's good. You know what I'm saying? They show up. You know what I'm saying? He's selling out arenas now, and he knocking them out. You know what I'm saying? He definitely got it. He definitely got the game right now. That's what's up. Heavy. Get your social media one time. They can find you at Instagram. Social media right now. Of course, it's my name, Andre Berto, on all platforms. Instagram, uh, Facebook, all the other shit, Twitter. You be on TikTok or not? Uh, I just yeah. started on TikTok a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. My team got me on it. Trying to get my shit cracking. Gotcha, gotcha. Run and pull one time, man. Man, Bird over the building. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Dope episode. Classic episode. It sound like Jay. You got me like a hater. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, don't get up. Yeah, we ain't, get, we ain't close out yet, nigga. Oh, we ain't close out. Nah, we, 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 we,
Yeah, shout out to the Bassy Group. Shout out to Tati Monday. Tati Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you follow the pages, man. At DJG Money Official. At Queens Flip with a Z. At Flip the Script Pod. Uh, follow the TikTok page as well. Flip the Script Pod. You know, so I put some more stuff on the page soon. Yeah, keep that rolling because it's doing pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, dope episode. I got a shape. You got a shape. <laughs> this guy, man. How you just, man. Just, he got a shape. He's like an actor. <laughs> 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 MC such and such. Hey, yo, listen. <laughs> Queens Flip URL TV. Wow, oh, that's man. it. URL TV. Some madness is coming up, man. Shout yeah. out to Smack and all that. You know, I got shout out to Smack. Um, Smack. Great oh. episode. Yes. I enjoyed it. Smack out. Um, shout out to my man, Andre Birdo. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I feel good, man. You know, remember, lock it. Man, shout out to Bassy. You know what I mean? Bike riding. Shout out to JR, smoothing the building. Tati Tuesdays. You, you know, you going to start boxing now, too? You yeah, going to start yeah, training? Well, you know, Tying up now. You got that weight up off. You yeah. got to keep <laughs> that shit off down there. I'm going to get more. Remember, lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, open your blinds. If you see a nigga like Andre Bird on your lawn, <laughs> put it away. He don't mean no harm, but don't let him in because he'll try to fuck your girl all night long. <laughs> <laughs>